2: Sports fans, the wait is over. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is now live in Maryland. And for a limited time, FanDuel is giving new customers in Maryland $200 in free bets when you use promo code MarylandFD at signup. It doesn't matter if you win or lose, just place your first $5 bet. Then you'll get $200 in free bets guaranteed. With football season in full swing, the timing couldn't be better. Finally, you can bet on all your favorite NFL and college teams with everything from the money line to point spreads to player props. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app with the promo code MarylandFD to get started. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 in free bets guaranteed. Now that FanDuel is live in Maryland, make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Maryland. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER
3: Welcome everybody to another edition of the Hammerlock Hangover. I am Steve, and I'm joined by my tag team partner in podcasting, and that is Jeff Lipming. Jeff, how are you this week?
4: Doing alright. Thinking about entering myself in the G1. See what see what uh, Mercedes is up to. Mercedes Martinez? Uh Mercedes
3: Vernado Tone. Mer- Mercedes Money? Mercedes Money. Monet. Well, Monet We're going to be talking about Miss Monet uh, At the top of the show um, Along with um, A lot of A lot of departure news Right? You know there's the rumors about Sasha or the artist formerly Known as Sasha Banks Leaving WWE We've got the artist formerly known as uh, William Regal um, Leaving AEW We're going to get into that Steven Regal's coming back that's right good old steven regal um remember when a, he had to change his name
4: because there was another wrestler named steven regal that nobody remembers who was actually <laughs> like sort of a bigger star
3: than he was at the time that's right apparently he was the real man's man remember mm-hmm. that thing the, the, those all those vignettes were like what was he Do like I remember jimmy has to play the song every single show oh really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um we're gonna be talking about the pwi best tag team of uh the year and who's salty about it we're going to be talking about final battle predictions salty about it oh there's that's right the twos are salty about it they're salty about a lot of things but we'll get into that perennially salty final battle predictions and nxt deadline predictions so we've got a jam-packed show but before we get into everything i want to thank everybody for uh tuning in this is the hammerlock hangover. This is a wrestling podcast. If you're new to the um, audio session, you're gonna find that it is a delight to listen to both Jeff and myself talk about professional wrestling as we talk about the latest news and notes. We're gonna give us give you our predictions. Um, the thing that we don't do is like get into like match by match. Reviews. If you're looking for that podcast, you can certainly tune into Solo Monster all you want, but um, or listen to Jeff on uh, the Skirmish or any other podcast that he's on. But um, Jim Jimmy does a pretty good readout of uh, the blow by blow. But yeah, we're, generally
4: speaking, we're not going to do a blow by blow of the matches unless we think something is especially
3: good or especially bad. That's right. Now you might think we're on blow throughout the show, but that's a different I wish. story. <laughs> so thank you thank you to all the networks and partners that the hammerlock hangover is a part of of wrestling soup network the pw hustle what else jeff pwc pwc that's right Um, pwc number one in australia
4: number one in your hearts the uh (laughs) penis wrestling coalition there you
3: go jeff um Let's just jump right into it. I've got a lot of thoughts about this because uh, there's a lot of, you know, mostly it's all AEW Marks talking about this and really no WWE fans care because it's been so long since they've seen Sasha Banks in a wrestling ring along with Naomi for that matter. Um, But earlier today, uh, this week, we had rumors circulating that, The next time we're going to see the artist formerly known as Sasha Banks, it's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom after she is released from her WWE contract at the beginning of 2023. Jeff, what are your thoughts on the possibility of Sasha Banks leaving the E to go to the East? It's amazing how much
4: news there is about Sasha Banks after she publicly announces that she's done something. Um, And I don't think anyone knows anything. Okay, so. Nobody reported she was filming a movie until after she was done filming a movie in Boston. Nobody reported that she was at certain events until after she was at like Fashion Week New York, Fashion Week L.A., that she did like Fashion Week overseas. She was on the red carpet for She-Hulk. She was on the red carpet for Wakanda Forever. I think that this is just a one off. She's going to go there for for this event, whatever it is, three or four days. That's it. It's on her bucket list. She wants to wrestle in Japan. She wanted to train in Mexico. People are like talking about AAA and and CMLL. Her ask price is more than CMLL is worth. So you can can get that out of your mind. I think that people are wrong. I don't think her contract ends December 31st, 2022. I think her contract goes into either the end of January or early February, and it could well be frozen um, because she hasn't been wrestling. So, you know, everyone knows that that's what's done when somebody is injured uh, often. Uh, sometimes it's negotiated, uh, you know, backwards or, or rescinded the, the, retroactively. But it, it's also, if you're not wrestling, it's also can be if you're on a strike, if you're not performing, they just tack the time onto the end of the contract. And she hasn't been; she walked out. Uh, so everyone's sort of ignoring that as well. Now, so anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, I think they've told her, listen, get scratch all your itches and then come back. And they're telling Naomi you don't need to come back before because we have you as a tag team. We, we don't really have anything for her for you other than that. If you want to come in the rumble, cool, but we'd rather you come back as a surprise for a tag team. I don't think she's going anywhere else. And if she's not going back to WWE, I don't think she's going to AEW. Ain't, you know, you, she's seen the same numbers the rest of us are. She's seen, you know, the, the, excitement that led to nothing with soraya and you know and that's gone and she's seen tony storm and athena and all that so uh, if she's not coming back to wwe she'll just try to build on her show business career and whatever she, and the contact she has with snoop and whatever she's met and whatever she's doing with disney she's probably filming the mandalorian in there somewhere I'm, i mean i know the new season drops in march or something like that so she must have filmed that too nobody reported that so no i i think this is just people wish casting
3: I think that's very noble of you. I, I have a totally different take, although it's it's kind of similar. I think it's a it's a unique take as well um, because I feel like there's just so much, so many people already casting her in 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 New Japan, and I'm the type of guy, you know. Obviously, I'm the WWE Mark here. I'm wishing her uh, a great time in her future endeavors. See you later, Sasha. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. She wanted to leave. Go right ahead. Like she thinks that the, the grass is greener on the other side. Come on, you see what is happening to Soraya. Soraya came back and she looks a shell of her former self. She she's she wasn't ready to to, to be at, at full gear. And now um she looks like a mess. Who's she wrestling? Britt Baker? And then who? Tony so Storm? That. She spent the last five years
4: created no character.
3: Right, right. So you're gonna leave. As Sasha Banks, can't you be Sasha Banks? So you're going to be Mercedes Monet, money, Mercedes, money, 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 money. money. No one's going to fucking know your name. Well, they already and it's have not going to Jay Cargill doing the money gimmick. I mean, she wears exactly. money outfits. That's right. Over her boobs. And so I don't think that the, I think that she's leaving. I think that she she thinks this is best for her. And I think she's 100 percent wrong. I think that she has inflated her ego because she was uh, a, a top draw in WWE as Sasha Banks. But she's cooled off and she's put over. The last thing she did was put over Bianca Belair. And that was it. She, she went into a tag team match in WrestleMania. That's it. So what else? What else has she done Uh, since then? She's she's wrestling her dog in Mexico. Everybody's saying, oh, I love this fucking Jeff. Everybody's like she's living her best life in Mexico. She's look at her. She's working with Bandito and and Fuego Del Sol or whoever the other fucking guy is that runs the gummy business with her. It's fucking nonsense, Jeff. Jeff, who do you know? Fucking who's the fucking uh, drug cartel guy that they caught in the, the tunnels?
4: Um, maybe she's wrestling CM Punk's dog, Larry. I think you're talking about Pablo
3: Escobar. No, Pablo no, Escobar Chapa. was El Chapo. El Chapo. <laughs> Jeff, not even El Chapo was living his best life in Mexico. That's why they caught him in a fucking tunnel coming to the United States. <laughs> Sasha Banks is not living her best life in Mexico. It's a fucking lie. No, she, she's and- she's training at the Huventu Guerreros thing because I think she's <laughs> in business with Chapo.
4: Um, but no, I, I mean, if what you're saying, I mean, I think you're right that that. You know, I think it'll be, you know, a big splash one week and then it'll fade to more or less nothingness. But I don't think it's a big deal for WWE either. So if you're saying go do something else, it wouldn't be a loss. I, th- I think that you're right. And listen, I mean, there's a reason there was never a second evolution. There was uh, there's a reason NWA didn't do a second in power. There's a reason that Raw's third hour was the worst hour ever. And that's because by 1020, there was only one match left and it was uh, with Oscar Alexa Bliss, and the biggest female star in the world, Becky Lynch. Women's wrestling, it, it had some energy behind it as sort of a progressive in thing for the revolution or whatever. But now that they, they get pretty much equal time, you know, they, they're dying the same fate as men's wrestling, except, you know, there are still some, you know, larger life things. in you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, you know, women's wrestling, like all women's sports, is not as much of a, of a draw Generally, probably less so than most sports, frankly, but uh, I don't think it'll matter. I, I mean, I don't think it matters whether Sasha's there. I mean, the more interesting question is for Trinity for herself, but probably not even that, because it's not like she's not that she wasn't employed for 12 years. And it's not like she's married into the most successful wrestling family, period. So, I mean, that doesn't even matter. So. I, I'm with you in that it doesn't really matter I just don't think so I don't think I'm being Generous or interesting I just, I just think that Everyone is Seeing what they want to see I, I just I I, I think, think She's every- still in her, She's in her Cooling off period And She'll be right back But if she's on, She shows up in AEW I Great I wish her well uh, But there's nothing That AEW has done In three u- years To show me that Their women's wrestling Is You know Is going to be booked better And it's booked worse than, right. than their men's wrestling Which is Booked pretty terribly
3: Right. I want to I want to talk about cuz everybody thinks oh Sasha Banks she's a big name. She's the game again, here we go again calling the next the new toy in Tony Khan's um toy chest, the game changer. <laughs> Jeff, besides Hulk Hogan, and you're an old school wrestling fan, who has had the same amount of success coming out of WWE? after they left WWE? <laughs> I mean, ever. Uh, right. I mean, yeah. Besides Hogan. I mean,
4: Moxley probably ha- is right now. <laughs> um, maybe Holland Nash and Eric Bischoff in the days of the NWO. That's probably it. I mean, I know Kurt Angle got some big money in TNA. He was also spending it all on
3: perks. <laughs> um. Uh. But Jeff, none of those guys were at the same level as Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, besides being the number one guy in WWE and being the main draw for the for for the most of the 80s, when he leaves, he's almost red hot and he's making movies. He's not only just a B character in Rocky three. He's suburban commando, Mr. Nanny. He's in Hollywood making these little, you know, they're they're not really like important blockbusters, but he's Rumble. doing he's doing things, right? Yeah. And when he shifts over, he shifts over to WCW, and it's a fucking surprise. This is before the WW, the the internet. So it's a complete surprise. Here The cat's out of the fucking bag. That's the other thing with Hall and Nash. It was a complete surprise to see them there and unexpected. And I think that's one of the things that people are not valuing here because the cat's out of the bag. When she shows up, it's a fucking known. You're not gonna get over, you're gonna get over a million and then the novelty will wear off and it'll go back to 840 like it's been the last few weeks. Yeah, well, when you say someone on Hulk Hogan's level
4: star wise, within the context of wrestling being their primary star vehicle, Hogan, Austin, and The Rock probably are alone. You could argue Savage. You could sort of sneak Andre or Flair in there if you like, but that's probably the end of it. Piper is trailing behind. That's it. That that that's the that's the
3: end of that list. Um, right, Jeff. But but you know, it's funny that you mentioned Savage now, Sina, Savage. Savage jumped ship before Hogan, right? Mm-hmm. Savage was already in WCW when Hogan jumps over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I
4: mean, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, your question, I'm just trying to put a context in the, the fine number on people that fit that, that, I thought you meant who, did better as a wrestler after leaving WWE and the list is still small I'm just saying I think that Moxley's probably done better for himself post WWE than during WWE at least for three years uh, but that's probably if you want
3: to call going into rehab better well I mean yeah you know. yeah um,
4: I did. <laughs> uh, um yeah, Hall and, Hall and Nash, and you know maybe a couple of other people in WCW got you know you know because they got those guaranteed money contracts. I mean, who knows where Jared Jeff Jared made the most money, but uh, as far as fame is concerned, uh, that's probably it. Probably Hall and Nash. That's probably it. It's probably the end of the conversation.
3: I like that everybody wants to make Sasha Banks a bigger star than she actually is, right? Like again, since she left WrestleMania, she hasn't done anything in ring other than again obviously, Wrestle With Her Dog in Mexico and Juventud Guerrera. Um, but let's talk about this movie in Boston. Jeff, she mentioned that she wrapped a movie in Boston on her Twitter account. Right. I went to go to IMDb. IMDb is a pretty good source of knowing where actors and actresses are doing upcoming work. If you want to see what the guy playing Mandalorian is up to, you're going to go to his IMDb and say, oh, Pedro Pascal, he is... Um, Doing the Last of Us, and he's doing some other stuff at movies in 2023. I went to Sasha Banks's IMDb. First off, um, Mercedes Vernado mm-hmm. doesn't exist oh, on IMDb. Fuck. Sasha Banks exists. Oh, and wrestling WWE is the only titular thing. What about uh, Mercedes Tone? i don't i don't think the google came back as who oh okay wow. so this this movie in boston listen i don't know it could be a fucking porno for all i not fucking know mm. i don't know i don't know what it is the modeling jeff you're a trendy guy right when you was wearing yeah. you know uh, tom ford suits and all this other stuff name me the fucking runways i know she was walking down runways for new york fashion week can you name me any of, of the brands that she modeled? Uh,
4: Gucci? Dolce, uh, no, Viva she didn't, Wayne, stop it. Fuck. Oscar de la Renta.
3: <laughs> None Vier of that <laughs> <laughs> She was like on the off, off Broadway. haagen <laughs> Like, this is nonsense. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest
5: place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
3: Her star level, but let's let's be real. Like, yeah, she's doing a bunch of shit, but it's it's wading through water. That's that's all she's doing. Well, you know who agrees with you, Ronda Rousey, who was who was digging at her on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Well, she's she. I mean, she would know, right? After she left you. Do you think that Ronda is more famous now as a WWE superstar than she was the UFC champion? No, no, right? Definitely but again, not. she she was. The number one star in UFC. She was red hot. And then Mm -hmm. she left. She lost. And then she cooled off and then Mm -hmm. joined WWE. And then there was buzz and then cooled off again because she went off and had a baby. That's fine. Yeah. But her star is not as meteoric as it once was four years ago. The same thing. I expect the same thing to happen to Sasha when she leaves for AEW. Or, or New Japan or CMLL. That's a fucking joke, by the way. Jeff, let's talk about this value outside of WWE besides this, right? Everybody wants to say she's a household name. She's in Mandalorian. She's not a household name. Thank you, Jeff. She's not. You're Costca Reeves in season two. You're a fucking D-list character in the Mandalorian series. Yeah, it's a good show and a good franchise. In a, in a franchise that
4: makes tons and tons of characters, yes, they make tons and tons of action figures and video games. And listen, it's a great gig, but she's she's not a household name. Listen. K- K- Katie Sackoff plays the leader of her little group of, of sort of uh, religious cultists Mandalorians, uh, right. and she's from Battlestar Galactica and uh, Longmire and a few other things. And I love her from Battlestar Galactica. I wanted her to be Captain Marvel uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but she's not a household name, and, and she's you know been an actress for twenty years. Um, That's right.
3: I loved her on Twenty Four.
4: Was she on Twenty Four?
3: Yeah, she was on Twenty Four. Cool.
4: I stopped watching Twenty Four the this one one season when I realized I was cheering for China to kill Jack Bauer. Just, <laughs> oh my God. I, so I was <laughs> really going China, China, China. I mean, I mean, just how many moles in our government and in that particular department can can we tolerate before we realize just just shut the whole thing down?
3: <laughs> just, but just that's what Jeff, Jack Bauer was trying to do. He was trying to shut the whole thing down. The good, it,
4: well, I, the common denominator always seemed to be him. Anyway. Um, and Bef- you know
3: where it really lost me? They're in yeah. L.A., and he never hit traffic, not once. Not once that they <laughs> did he get stuck in traffic. <laughs> Come on. Or man. in the bathroom, like he never had, like had to wait a long time to get to the bathroom. Right. He, like the people in action movies never need to go to the bathroom unless they're going to have a fight. <laughs> that's that's
4: like, right. Like you, like like you can hold in your deuce when you, when you're in a kung fu fight. That's right. Come on now,
3: I, I never um, was able to. <laughs> <laughs> you've never able to hold your. Hold your deuce Well having a kung fighting. fu fight
4: in the bathroom in a public bathroom. I, get you, course, I mean, I've so done all it. those things. I'm just not. I mean, been that afraid. happens Hold to you deuce. so regularly. <laughs> well, when you're evil dose, sure. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, some of it is—is is I pay me my, my own people to do it to keep me on my toes.
3: Jeff, I want to bring up a topic that I don't think anybody's spoken about, and it's a perspective that I know I share, and I—I want to bring this to your attention because you know, a deuce I like... in public bathrooms, while having kung fu fights. No, or no, no. Kung no fu obviously fighting? that. That is a Hammerlock Hangover exclusive, of course. But Oh, whoa, oh, oh. <laughs> Everybody was kung fu fighting.
4: Sorry. I'm going to let you roll. No, don't worry about Those it. Those cats Never were fast for as lightning. In fact, it was a Never. little bit frightening. <laughs> but they did it with expert timing. There were funky Chinaman in oh, funky China right, that's
3: <laughs> She said, hit the big time. Okay,
4: all right. I'm done.
3: I want to talk to you about it's going down the real reason that Sasha Banks left. Oh my God. Enough with Sasha Banks. No, but I, I, this is a perspective that nobody shares. And I want to say that this, I think this is a legit perspective. I think that after Sasha put over Bianca, Bianca Belair and Becky put over Bianca Belair. Mm -hmm. I think Sasha realized, Oh shit. I'm I'm not the top dog here anymore. Bianca captured the hearts of a lot of women, a lot of children. And you see a lot of girls, black, brown, white, wearing braids. And, you know, yeah, Sasha had her fans. They wore those little glasses, but you don't see that no more, right? It's not a thing. And again, Sasha's not a thing. But Sasha's body was brittle. She was constantly injured. She or con- and when she w- and when she wasn't injured and wasn't in the ring, she was taking her ball and going home. And well, maybe she sad. realized that Bianca is built different. Stronger, faster, more agile, much more athletic. So she's the 6 million dollar woman. Right. Bianca is the bionic woman. Da, 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 da. And Sasha, I think, was scared that she was going to lose her spot. <laughs> Becky already overshadowed her. Charlotte, without a doubt, overshadows her. Bailey's, depending on the storyline, even. yeah. Bianca, already on the trajectory, put the rocket to her. And so maybe Sasha realized, shit, we're about to go back on the road full-time i can't handle this my body can't handle this and i'm not going to let my spot be taken by the amount of talent that's in this company i'm yeah. gonna get the out of here i'm going to new japan and i'm going to aw and i'll be the biggest fish in the pond okay that is entirely possible um again i don't really think it
4: matters because I, I mean she Wrestling to me is an ensemble cast. It's been a long time since there's been a top dog, man, woman, child, (laughs) you know, in any division. It it doesn't man, man, child, you're you're only as good as the people around you. And whoever the top person is generally rotates, Uh, you know, and I know there's people out there going, well, what about Roman? Okay, what about Roman before there was a bloodline? Y'all didn't didn't love him then. Half you loved him, half of you hated him. I, I loved him. I was on the yeah, half loved him, half hated him. Um, you know, half thought that he was fake cancer, which is ridiculous. I mean, insane. Um, but uh, you know, uh, so you know, it it it's an ensemble. Take it. To, it takes a cast. But uh, you know, people like Hogan are you know are maybe once forever. You know, history has sort of forgotten just how big Hogan was for this particular. But um, I don't know that you're wrong about Sasha. I don't know that you're right either. I don't don't really give it that much thought because I don't think it really much matters if she thinks this is her opportunity. Cool. I mean, she'll be wrong with regards to AEW, but they'll pay her. So, I mean, I guess she's right even if she's wrong. And if she can still film stuff and build a body of work while she's young and, and has options in Hollywood, cool. Good for her. I mean, you know, I mean... I don't really care about women's wrestling. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. They can, I mean, they, they can all leave. I, I, I'm on I'm borderline. not caring about men's wrestling anymore. I mean, Oh no. What about midget wrestling?
3: You want to, you want to see it come back? I, I would. Uh,
4: yeah. Cause that might be entertaining. Actually. No microman. <laughs> I hate microman on animal demi, So I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to call myself a liar. No, I'm not even interested in that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. You, you should get a new co-host.
3: <laughs> Jeff. Um, we're, a couple
4: more things and then we're moving on to Did you see that the wrestling show had terrible numbers this week? And like DC no, I only saw Like every comic book movie that they were going to make, they scrapped batwoman which they already made black adam like lost 50 to 100 million dollars which probably means they're lying so it probably means they lost like 150 million (laughs) dollars i mean they're bringing in james gunn just to tell him all the movies he can't make and all the things now you don't have to worry about this one the only movie that they're still plugging is is that damaged ezra miller because apparently the movie's supposed to be good and they haven't made a good movie since the first wonder woman Um, and i mean you know They'll, they'll probably try to keep the Batman rights, but, I, you know, I, and even the Marvel stuff isn't that entertaining anymore. I'm starting to think that God is telling me it's time to grow up and, and find different things I like. like Which all God things though? I love are failing. Which God, though? Which God is telling you this? Well, I'm really more of a dualist, so I'm going <laughs> to go with chaos and order. Okay. Very Male, good. female. You know, the the, the, you didn't, you the didn't sky like father hulk? and the earth mother
3: you didn't like she hulk i really didn't
4: like she hulk i mean once i <laughs> took it for what it was like it was okay but it I, was campy I it was fun i didn't think it was that fun like by you know it took me three or four episodes to get used to it and i'm like yeah it's fine but do you not like She-Hulk? fun i i didn't think it was fun i i hated hot guy <laughs> I liked episode one and episode six of Moon Knight. I hated the four in between. Um, I thought Black Widow was a bad James Bond movie. Uh, I thought Thor Love and Thunder was horrendous. Um, Doctor Doctor Strange uh, 2. I mean, basically, uh, just if you watch movie pitch on Doctor Strange 2 and the drunk critic or the the critical drinker uh, on Doctor Strange number two, just about if you put those two together, that that's generally the way I felt about Doctor Strange too. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not feeling so high. I haven't seen Wakanda forever yet, but even that that's a sign. Like I usually see Marvel movies the opening weekend. It's like it's like mm-hmm. the only movies I rush
3: to go out and see. And now it's like eh, it'll, it'll be in Disney in two months. What about um, the Star Wars franchise? I I thought last time we spoke, you really were high on Andor. You were digging that. I liked Andor. I liked, which is not which is nice because I really
4: liked Rogue One. Uh, It's actually my favorite of the Star Wars movies, not in the original three and probably including, you know, probably including Return of the Jedi, whatever the third, first third one was. Um, Return. I like Mandalorian. I like Mandalorian quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Boba Fett started good, got really bad. And then what was the other fucking series they they had somewhere in there? Oh, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Terrible so bad that, that, that movie was utter schlock wow movie television first of all it made darth vader look like he was like like three times retarded um and <laughs> uh, and obi-wan kenobi is pretending to be a man of the, the people he speaks like the fucking king of england and, then, and everyone's like oh well, it must be a peasant like us Hey, just one of the working guys.
3: (laughs) Hey, gentlemen, could you please shut the fuck up? (laughs) But you know, England doesn't exist in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, but the the way the people in classes speak
4: did. (laughs) Like, there was a, a big difference in the way that Owen Skywalker
3: spoke versus Obi Wan Kenobi. So you wanted them to, you wanted Obi Wan to have, um, more of a, a Cockney accent. When he's incognito, he
4: should at least not act like he is the noblesse oblige. He shouldn't act like. So he, he should be like,
3: "Oi, I'm over here." Yeah. Oh, Tony Storm's on the show. That's <laughs> right. He should have spoken like Tony Storm, <laughs> or, or at least like Nikita Lyons. Oh, Nikita Lyons. Oh. Um, Jeff, let's talk about. You know, oh, do we, you think? But by the way, yes. you and I
4: we haven't spoken since Survivor Series. Um. I did 80%. I only got the Austin Theory match wrong.
3: Oh, that's right. I have I have our, our, our predictions. Let me go through them real quick. Let's see. Got AJ right,
4: Ronda right, Bloodline right, and uh, uh, Bianca, Team Bianca. Oh, I
3: didn't even write everything down. Oh, stupid me. Yeah, um, stupid. you're a stupid. I, idiot. <laughs> that's what Sasha's saying right now to mm-hmm. me. She's like, fuck you, you fuck. Um, do you think that... Um, Sasha's Mercedes, Sasha Mercedes is going to be, Lexus is going to be Soraya's mystery tag team partner. No. At, no? Who do you think is going to be? Um,
4: Soraya's mystery tag team um, I think it's most likely to be, okay, he, I'm going to go in order of least likely but most exciting. So most likely least exciting, Sheeta. Um, more likely also unexciting returning Tony Storm. Least likely but most exciting, Thunderosa.
3: Mm. Where does Abaddon fill, fit in that spectrum?
4: Um she might be biting off on Tony Storm's thigh if she came out.
3: <laughs> All right. Involved <laughs> well, in cannibalism. Good. For context, if anybody didn't watch this week's uh, Dynamite, because you know, obviously, like Uncle Dave said, um, there was a, a you know thirty million subscribers that on Spectrum that couldn't watch Dynamite this week. Do you know how long that was for? <laughs> for probably like four
4: seconds. Probably something. Like, I mean, it was only a few, a handful of minutes. And oh my god! I mean, out of thirty he- million subscribers, in you know, in. in uh, of Spectrum, we don't know how many of them have the Turner Networks, but let's assume all of them do. I mean,
3: that's, <laughs> I, mean I don't know. It, it just is, it just I just love that he, 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 pre- he sent that tweet for context. Uncle Dave, Dave Meltzer, sends a tweet at around 2 o'clock in the afternoon today, on, on Thursday, before the AEW Dynamite ratings drop. And he's like, don't be shocked if the AEW ratings are really, really low because... 30 million subscribers on Spectrum lost access to their cable. And and then the ratings drop at like five o'clock and they're almost the same as last week's.
4: Yeah. I mean, did any other form of broadcasting use that as an excuse? Like, you know, did the NBA or no uh, or NHL or anything else use that? Yeah, I, I didn't. I mean, you know, I, I think I would have heard that if it was a big deal. Anyway, you're right. It was I mean, they went down a little bit from the week before, but they've been I mean, their last four weeks have been in the eights.
3: Yeah, it, they, they're abysmal and and we'll get to them. in, they're in, not a, in abysmal. A they're where I've said they would always be. No, they're going to get lower and lower. I'm telling you, well, 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 NXT is going and lower, to catch then, up. Then it's abysmal.
4: But right now, around 850, that's where I said they're going to be. So they're, they're doing perfect. They're doing exactly, they're performing exactly where they should be for me. Okay. The authority. For you. The authority. I'm the authority now. You are. Um, it, took, it, it took all this time. How long have we been doing this show? A, a year and a half? 107 episodes. Right. But both went to bi weekly. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, two oh more Oh, my God. It's more than two years. Um, so it took, <laughs> it took how long are they going to turn to an 850? Probably a year. So, it took a year for me to be
3: right. There you go. We're going to, that's a good refresher. We're going to go through our uh, annual predictions. We're going to go back and listen to what we predicted a year ago and see what we got right and what we got wrong. Um,
4: yeah, we, let's you, talk about. Send me a list of uh, what we're going to be predicting on the, this year, and I mean, of course, we can also make up our own categories, but we should at least stick to some of the same. All
3: right. Oh, yeah. sure, I'll I'll go back and listen to and give you all the categories and stuff, and we can, you know, make. And if, if you if you're listening and you have ideas for for categories, send them our way. Send them to our Gmail, Hammerlock Hangover at gmail.com. Right, Hammerlock and, Hangover, and don't gmail.com.
4: bother if it's something like breakout star
3: of the year i mean if it's something that
4: you don't think that we would think of or you don't hear on all the podcasts that you would like to hear from us if it's something that's unusual but not weird like you know something something that is relevant that would be interesting to people send that you know don't send us like
5: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
1: lucky
2: Sports fans, the wait is over. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is now live in Maryland. And for a limited time, FanDuel is giving new customers in Maryland $200 in free bets when you use promo code MarylandFD at sign-up. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. Just place your first $5 bet. Then you'll get $200 in free bets, guaranteed. With football season in full swing, the timing couldn't be better. Finally, you can bet on all your favorite NFL and college teams with everything from the money line to point spreads to player props. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app with the promo code MarylandFD to get started. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 in free bets guaranteed now that FanDuel is live in Maryland. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Maryland. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: Which woman on Level Up would you like to party with?
3: <laughs> That's right, Drew <laughs> McIntyre. That's right, uh, Drew McIntyre is a big fan
4: of our of our show. Yeah, he's not uh, medically clear to compete this week. Work, worker, worker, shoot.
3: Yeah, I it's supposed think to be it's
4: a title match. I, uh, you know, this, this is they've got, a lot,
3: they've got a lot of back injuries going on. You got Randy Orton and Robert Rude with uh, back fusion surgeries. I mean, listen, I think that uh, Seamus wedding, uh, we're still seeing the effects of the after party because everybody, <laughs> everybody was going You're down.
4: blaming on that? I, I'm, I'm not yep. sure. Th- I was
3: was Robert Rude there? We're going to go with yes. I, Robert Rude. Everybody was there. Robert Rude, Drew, Rick Rude. Everybody was there. Oh, shit. Before I forget this, because this is a little bit serious.
4: Um. I don't know how many people know who Richard Holiday is. He's he, he was in the Dynasty with MJF and Hammerstone. He's still in MLW with Hammerstone. Alicia Toot, their their interview girl. I I I think they're really a couple in in real life. Anyway, he he's fighting Lynchkin uh, uh, Hodgkin's Oma um, Oh my god! And he just went public with it. Um, so yeah, he's 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 you know fighting something that's really really serious. And so if you don't see him wrestling. Um, you know, he's someone that might be on the cusp of something else, especially if he wasn't bogged down on a contract, but yeah, now he's finding something more important. So just want to mention that, uh, sincerely, you yeah, best wishes to Richard holiday. I don't, I'm sure that's not his real name, but the, whoever that's the right. real human is that this character is Richard holiday, yeah, best wishes and, uh, get well soon.
3: Best wishes to, uh, you know, that's terrible, man. Best wishes to Richard. Obviously the last thing you want is to have, Hodgkin's lymphoma all over, Dick. So let's talk about Regal. Sure. Big story. Let's talk about uh, William Regal leaving AEW. (laughs) I I find it funny. It is a big story. It's probably the biggest AEW story of the last few weeks. That's including MJF, including Moxley falling off a ramp, (laughs) Adam Page doing dumb shit. You said that wasn't Iron uh, Anderson dressed as Moxley? (laughs) <laughs> it probably was. I mean, <laughs> listen, birds of a feather, right? So so for uh, anyone not initiated by now, William Regal has requested his release from AEW. He went over to Tony Khan. I want to say, was it a- after Full Gear? Before Full Gear? Was it after All Out? At some point within the last few weeks, William Regal reached out to Tony Khan and said, listen- It, it keeps changing. It keeps going further back when he-, when
4: he said that he didn't want his option to be picked up. Now, people are reporting different things. This this is all over the place. He was on a short term contract. He was on a one year contract where he opted out. He was on a one year contract where the company had an option. Uh, I mean, so I don't know what it is. Nobody's reporting consistently. But the just based on what Tony said, what Regal said, And going with Tony speaking, assuming he only gives you half the information a lot of his line, I am going to go with that William Regal was, in fact, on a one-year contract. The company had an option, and he asked the company not to pick up his option. And they agreed, and it sounds like they may have had him sign some release where he will not appear on TV for some period of time, which they're pretending is the fullness of the entirety of the year. People are telling me that that the release was granted with at the nine month point. He has three more months in his contract. And so basically he's going to sit out the rest of his contract from on screen. So I'm going to say right now you are going to see William Regal on some form of TV on on WW brand or NXT, you know, but probably not until like March. Um, and. Tony went on and on and on about his mother's health, which, which is true. You know, he's, she's in the Mayo Clinic, or they got one of those shield, you know, uh, flying ships and and converted it to a hospital for her. But anyway, she's she's doing better. And I this the the, the only reason I'm mentioning it is because Tony mentioned it over and over again because he was trying to frame the story that because he could see the importance of family and older people wanting to be with your children, that William Regal sort of caught him at a vulnerable time. And so he granted the release, but he's not going to grant every family reunion. Basically said, I'll do it for an old guy who's not going to really be a talent in the ring. But the rest of you jabronis that want to go back to being with your wives, husbands, spouses, friends, whatever, don't count on it.
3: Right. And I I call bullshit, Jeff. The idea that he's going to just all of a sudden, everybody there's been other guys that have asked for the release and he has nixed it. Yeah. Shat all over it. Did not allow it. But because, oh, he tells this fucking woeys me tale about my mom's in the hospital. This is the only guy that can take a fucking release that has nothing to do with him other than should you grant it or not and turn it into a full fucking fledged story of, oh, play the violins for me. My mother's in the hospital and that's why I released him. This is fucking dumb. Well, you, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't hit the the, the the most
4: egregious thing he did besides all of that is that he at the end, he took a shot at Triple H for the social media dig, which was William Regal yelling war games before war games, even though the release was granted after war games. So how was that? How, how was that dig? So is he trying to say so is he trying to say that either he gave William Regal the release before war games and Triple H knew it and did it on purpose? Or is he? He just doesn't understand chronology, and he wants the he want to take a swipe. And knew that the friendly media there wasn't going to question him on time one. Because my understanding of the event is that whatever William Reglas AEW did not agree to give him the release until after the War Games event. In fact, until on or after Full Gear ish. Um, And the Triple H tweet obviously was it wouldn't be War Games without this, which was. Like three days before War Games, which War Games was, uh, you know, uh, was before the release was announced.
3: Right. I th- I think, uh, first off, I was going to mention it because I think Tony's absolutely insane Good, for to mentioning to this out. fucking tweet. No, of course. Anytime I can throw Tony Khan under the bus, I will take uh, that opportunity. Yeah, I thought maybe it was a doppelganger. So Triple H tweets this thing out. I know the you're about your
4: success of Wednesday and how
3: well it's doing. I uh, love it. Playing Gomez Adams, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Triple H sends his tweet, the morning of, of war games. And Tony Khan, this guy always trolls WWE. Always. Whenever he gets a chance on the mic, trolls WWE. When Vince McMahon steps down, I'm the I'm the longest running head booker, the wrestling president and all the, the industry. Fuck you, guy. Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. You can't book your way out of a goddamn woman's... You can't book your way into a woman's pants. Stop it. Stop with your nonsense. So he is upset that Triple H tweeted this. Like it's some sort of collusion. Like William Regal and him, Triple H, agreed to, I'm going to leave and... We're going to be reunited reunited and it feels so good. So that's why he's, he's fucking nuts. This guy, Tony Khan. So then that's what makes it even more bizarre. So if, if it pissed you off that much, this tweet, why even grant William Regal the the release? Why not just say, you know what? Fuck you. Go sit in the corner with Andrade and Miro and go fuck yourself, William Regal. No, it's a different story. So I think what happened was husband's club. (laughs) I think what happened was shortly after full gear and especially after the media scrum fiasco and the bucks come back and Kenny comes back seeing all this shit. William Regal's like, this is again, triple uh, CM Punk is right. These are a bunch of children. I'm a fucking grown ass man and I'm a professional. I'm getting the fuck out of here. None of these kids fucking listen to me. I'm gone. I feel more valued at NXT, where these kids, indie wrestlers, are not. They listen to me. Well, plus his son. They affair. respect me, and he never wanted to leave. He got
4: released, and he didn't get released by Triple H. Triple H was recovering from a heart attack. So I mean, you know, there were there was right. a you know strange set of circumstances. By the way, you know what nobody's talking about now in this? Nobody's talking about CM Punk's situation. I mean, that still hasn't been resolved. I mean, for, you know, every three days there was a new thing. It's there's no bio. Uh, CM Punk is ready to go into new projects. Uh, Tony said no. He's going to hold him to his contract. I mean, nobody. Is reporting anything on it because nobody knows anything about it. You know, but, you know, that, that's still dangling in the wind out there.
3: I think Tony Khan has an outside notion that he thinks he can get CM Punk to come back and do business with the Bucks yeah. and Omega.
4: Well, you know what? If he can afford it, I mean, that 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 would be the best way to turn this thing around because the guy has another, what, seven months to to recover from his injury. So, you know, though, we probably need to rehab and you know get back. Well, you don't need to be in shape for for
3: AW. Um, <laughs> and people will still say he's giving epic matches, even though he gave like two adequate matches. Um, That's right. Yeah. No, no. And 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 Logan Paul can do a better um, springboard lariat or. Oh, he it? did, Flip but over he later. also
4: managed to get himself injured. So it's 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 it's, it, it, it's hard to do this thing's now
3: thing there. True, um, sure. Jeff, going back to going back to Regal. What are your thoughts on this absurd send off last week? We see so. <laughs> let's let's follow the timeline chronologically. He helps MJF win the the the, the world title. Mm-hmm. Then, the next dynamite, they're not on screen. Oh, MJF is in Hollywood. And then William Regal stands in a corner
4: and gets barrated. The promo from the Hollywood set telling us how much better he is than us. That he's already the AW's first crossover star filming a big blockbuster Hollywood movie. None of that. None of that.
3: But we get William Regal hiding in a corner and getting a tongue lashing from Moxley. Moxley can't lay a hand on him. And then Daniel Bryan comes in and practically turns heel to defend William Regal. But and, and we don't see Daniel Bryan uh, really again either,
4: which really is making me wonder, is he under a secret injury again? Um, you know, is he having qualms about being there? I mean, I don't think so because MJF keeps talking about him. So it's pretty clear that he's MJF's next program after this short ascension mm-hmm. of Ricky Stark's uh, breaks because they, over. they
3: don't follow up on him. I honestly think again, Daniel Bryan is happy in AEW. He doesn't want to be the champion. He doesn't want to be on screen all the time. You're correct. He's okay being he's part-time. Well, he also said that when his
4: contract is up and it's up this later this year, that he's done being a full-time wrestler.
3: Right. So I think this is why you don't see him actively Participating with MJF right now because it's the holidays, and he'd rather be at home with Brie and the babies, than than fucking around with these numbnuts every Wednesday night. Yeah, she and traveling. she'd be on
4: Bar-Mageddon with her sister. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't blame. And by her the way, Sasha that. was on a, on the Barmageddon recently as well.
3: Oh really? Yeah, Who, who's Sasha?
4: Your friend? Yeah. Well, oh. I don't know what they do on that show. I think that I think it's like. <laughs> It's, I think it's like a drinking, like it's like a bar rescue kind of show, but with
3: like pseudo famous people. But I, I really don't know. I've never watched it. I, I, I've watched it, but in my mind, it's just, you know, like, like, um, you know how, like, when LaFin had the cut cutaways and they were like girls in bikinis dancing around? It's just the the it's just the Bella Twins and and like a special guest like Sasha Banks. when, when, when the
4: they bikinis. were like the Anatolia sisters or the I, I, Ivanova sisters or whatever they called them. That's so. right. And they, were, yes. they were Russian twins. Yeah, okay. that's right. Um, uh, the sad thing is, of course, I remember the Rowan and Martin <laughs> laughing, but there's nobody listening that does. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm sure there is. I mean, this is like um, early 60s. So, so Jeff, this, this is an absurd sendoff for, so, oh, we didn't even get to the absurd sendoff. So William Regal takes his tongue lashing from Moxley. Moxley can't touch him because then that would ruin MJF beating him up. Right. It, may, it would make no sense for MJF to turn on him right. the next week. Right. So. It still made no sense. But So then the next week you get MJF turning on regal right. but again the cat was out of the bag earlier that day william regal rumored to be leaving and then it made sense why mjf turned on him then this week you've got a backstage promo that it looks like it was filmed last week with brian and regal not brian it was, it was tony Schiavone, i think oh so whatever <laughs> they're both midgets so you know with beards. So they, they, um, and, and William Regal's but, but putting everybody supposed over. to be
4: after full gear. Um, and it's so ridiculous because it's obviously afterwards because he's not wearing a suit. He's in like a, a Blackpool combat club, like track suit. And his haircut is different. Like he's got like a fresh short haircut as opposed to sort of like the, like the Terry Taylor, like quasi mullet. Kind of thing um, uh-huh. that he was sporting. I mean, it's just it's just complete. He's not in this like three piece suit with like the dresser. I mean, and his story is so dumb. It's just like I'm still Blackpool Combat Club, and I just wanted to teach you your final lesson. I'm recording this because. And if you ever see it, it's because something bad happened to me, like in a movie. If you see this, it's because I'm dead. I mean, and, <laughs> yeah, he's right. like I just want to teach you to always have eyes in the back of your. Basically, don't trust anyone. He's basically doing Austin DTA. Don't trust anyone. <laughs> I mean, so what they should have done at that time is—is—is is, is that second? It should have been Moxley hitting Claudio and and. Uh Wheeler in the back of the head and leaving them out, which I mean that's going to happen, obviously, because Moxley's obviously the one that's going to turn heel out of this bunch. Well, Claudio's going to be the butler for the JAS, so I guess Moxley <laughs> will uh, turn heel on Wheeler Yuta. Um, maybe Moxley will cost uh, Claudio the uh, the title shot at Final Battle, but I can't, I can't, I just can't see paying
3: Moxley to be at a Ring of Honor show. Um, anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah. Remember, right. Moxley said, "This is the last time. This is the last time." Yeah. The JAS and B- BBC is going to be doing some business. Ah, well, there's, that's because there's not going to be
4: any uh, BCC any longer, not BBC. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the JAS <laughs> like is saying... doing with the BBC, but <laughs> oh, you know any version the of the BBC. <laughs> uh, but but the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh jericho loves the BBC. and on that i thoroughly endorse that line but thank god this (laughs) needs to be over it's been like a year they've been at this they've had several blow-off matches that that didn't end it and it's still not over but yeah this was done they 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 should have left it alone they should have never even if they record that thing they shouldn't have aired it and what they should have announced they should announce this coming week on wednesday is that William Regal died in the hospital bed with Brian Danielson by his side and he's distraught, can't be reached for comment. And then Regal should come back on WWE as Earl Steven Regal. Um, So AEW goes full impact and kills them off on TV, just like they killed, they murdered Eric, Eric Young in his in his jail cell, <laughs> and uh, so that Joe Diener could take over Violent by Design or something like that. And Eric Young is rumored to be coming back to WWE. Oh yay, Sanity is coming back with Dabo, Cato, or Killian Dane, and Nikki Cross is broken again. So so uh, more jobbers to join. Hit
3: row and maximum mal models, and you know, well, you need to fill the thirty man battle royal somehow, so you, it makes sense. No, no, you listen. I, as much
4: as I gripe at things, I mean, you know. I,
2: Sports fans, the wait is over. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is now live in Maryland. And for a limited time, FanDuel is giving new customers in Maryland $200 in free bets when you use promo code MarylandFD at sign-up. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. Just place your first $5 bet. Then you'll get $200 in free bets, guaranteed. With football season in full swing, the timing couldn't be better. Finally, you can bet on all your favorite NFL and college teams with everything from the money line to point spreads to player props. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app with the promo code MarylandFD to get started. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 in free bets guaranteed now that FanDuel is live in Maryland. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Maryland. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: Uh, you know, actually, I thought that Killian Dane with with Drake Maverick was actually strangely working as a team. But you're absolutely right. They're, one of the problems with WWE and the 50-50 booking and that the shows were so repetitive is that they didn't have those people who lost four out of every seven matches or five out of every seven matches, but won every right. now and then. And they didn't have... A credible jobber class. Uh, yeah. You know, it was either Dolph Ziegler was the closest thing you had. So you saw Tozawa, You know, he's losing. So the Vikings. You know, if if they. You know, if they have thirteen matches and they loo- lose eight of them but win five, they're not. You know, they're still credible. You know, uh, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm all for building this middle class. I've advocated that with you know fantasy booking, buying NWA and using those people as your, you know, your credible jobber class, etc. So. I'm I'm awful. I'm I'm okay
3: with it. I'm okay with Eric Young coming back as long as it's not like, you know, again, like in an enhancement way or a backstage role. Yeah. Um before we move on from the the you know, losers leaving their their old uh, stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Tony Khan chose to release besides the the nonsense about the mother? What's the real reason? That he allowed Regal to walk away, but he won't let Andrade leave and he won't let Miro leave? Uh, I think
4: the real reason is age. I, I, I mean, I don't think that Blackpool Combat Club was really a thing. I don't think mm-hmm. it, maybe it wasn't selling merch and William Regal. Can't wrestle. He didn't like to travel. Um, He probably was part of the old guard. So, you know, for better or worse, Tony Khan already picked the team elite versus the team punk. Whether or not William Regal even likes CM Punk or not, I'm sure he's more of that old school mentality. Same sort of reason you don't see much of Jake Roberts, you don't see much of Arn Anderson. Um, You know, and so. He's not an in-ring talent. He's not really doing anything important. He's with guys who can already talk. Um, so, you know, why not? Let, let, let the old guy go. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Tony Khan, he, he could have just been really high at the time.
3: <laughs> I like that.
4: I mean, I think with Andrade, I think he just doesn't like him.
3: Oh, it's, it's obvious that he doesn't, right? Yeah. It's obvious that, like, and I think... But that's even just weirder. Like I don't, I don't understand why Andrade just doesn't sue him for, uh, like, look, you obviously let this guy go. Like, why won't you won't let me go because I'm Spanish? Yeah. How about that? Well, I, I mean.
4: Suing a, guy, suing a guy with billions is probably uh, you know a, a recipe is like mlw suing wwe it's a bad idea but um i mean nero <laughs> probably that's, that's doesn't really, really care because he's getting paid to do nothing and and twitch alistair black i don't know i mean the interesting thing is that buddy matthews basically said my contract is up in in three months and basically and said i have unfinished business in impact i mean he's basically saying i'm not i'm not coming back so like, why invest in House of Black? I mean, I, I would like to invest in House of Black. I don't, you know, I'm not sure that they would book him properly, but like, like, why would I know now if Buddy Matthews is planning to go out? And if he's on a one-year contract, why wouldn't I think that Brody King's on a one-year contract too? And and, and moreover, why would Tony Khan invest in House of Black? Why wouldn't you have them lose the Dark Order and Best Friends and everyone if you know that the faction isn't going to exist in three months? So- Right. I, I mean, you know, so Buddy Matthews, bad on you, but that's a little bit, you know, I don't know if he was trying to negotiate in public. I don't know if he's stupid. You know, I, I you know, I mean, impact. <laughs> so I, I don't know. The whole, the whole thing is weird. But I I, I cannot I, I can't venture to go into Tony Khan's head except to say that whatever he said, it, there's some truth to it. But it's at, it's at least 70 percent misconstrued, confluted and. And there's a significant percentage that's just outright lies.
3: Agreed. Uh, at least we can agree on that. I mean, I I the the idea, the notion of him saying, I'll let I'll allow Regal to go because I don't like to break up families. But meanwhile, Andrade and Charlotte are married. Mm-hmm. So you're still breaking something up. Just let him go. He wants to go, let him go. So yeah. don't 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 come with me. Like this is all about Tony Khan putting himself over. Well, sure. I mean, you can go further. Buddy Matthews is with uh, Rhea Ripley.
4: Alistair Black is, is or Malachi Black's, married to uh, Zelina, Zelina Vega. I mean, you know, there's plenty of that going on. I mean, remember how happy CJ uh, Lana was talking about AEW when Miro first got there? Now she's, now she's basically going Rebby Hardy on them. Um, but speaking <laughs> of liars, Ric Flair announced that he was coming back to WWE uh, only to find out that it probably is more about... His documentary that was produced by WWE is going to be on Peacock, and uh, and so that's his return. And also, he's announcing that he's he he's going to do another last match. Um, Woo! Yeah, but also more important, more interesting than that is the Vice documentary on Vince McMahon is is coming out. I think this this coming week. So we're going to get a Ric Flair documentary on Peacock partially controlled and, you know, with editorial control by WWE and by Ric Flair, which probably is going to make it more of a positive piece versus that mm-hmm. Teddy Hart thing, which uh, probably wasn't hard enough on him. Um, but the Vince stock on Vice, that's that's probably going to be a bit of a hit, the hit job. Probably. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Probably. But you know what? <laughs> that show tale of the territories on Vice, which I mean, if you've never heard these stories, you're a new fan, I guess it's interesting. If you're a longtime wrestling fan, you've heard all this shit before. It's not that interesting. Anymore, and you know that they're exaggerating all the stories, and you know as people get older, the stories just get bigger and less truthful, and so you know half of them are lies or exaggerations. Anyway, but one of the things that was interesting is that Baby Doll was on the one about Jim Crockett territories. Well, she's back in wrestling, not as a wrestler, but her daughter is. Her daughter is Samantha Starr, and Baby Doll has been like her manager on NWA television, which means like she's been on once, Um, and wearing the same outfit. On impact so she's got her one wrestling outfit it's like this like and it's the same thing she was wearing on the tales from the territories is like this sparkly sequence like silver like mirror like jacket and like a long black dress because you know she's still got the same like 1983 secretary hair like big on the top feather on the side anyway so mm-hmm. baby doll's daughter samantha sar so you'll see you know 60 something year
3: old baby doll um is she gonna do business with um, Missy Hyatt? Missy Hyatt still gets busy in the ring. Ah, uh, she's still uh, wrestling adjacent too. I don't, I don't know. Probably. I saw her a couple times during WrestleMania weekend. She's, yeah. um, I mean, she's still Blade
4: taking was, bumps. You know, well, Medusa was on one of the tales from the territories, and then Alundra Blaze was on the, uh, NXT recently.
3: NXT, yes. Um, let's talk about the PWI. This past week, they announced their uh, top tag teams by rank and ranking coming in at number one was the Usos. Mm-hmm. Were you shocked by the Usos being number one? Only because of who the the mag of the publication was. But no, I mean,
4: they're, they're, they're unquestionably the number one team. They've been the undisputed unified WWE tag team champions for over a year holding both sets of tag team belts and it's not like they wrestle part-time. It's like, if anything, they're being overexposed now wrestling, uh, you know, sometimes three times a week, if there's a PLA, um, you mm-hmm. know, and then in multiple mm-hmm. segments a week, they're holding things down even without, uh, Roman. I mean, Sammy's a big part of that solo. Sokoa, but no, the, the, the Usos are 100% the, the tag team of the year. I mean, any of the other contenders, I mean, the bucks were suspended for a while, The Lucha Brothers were in trios. Um, uh, You know, uh, the Briscoes barely wrestled at all. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, who else? RK Bros. uh, Orton hasn't been around for a while. I mean, New Day really hasn't been doing much. I mean, they were sort of trading injuries. Xavier was injured for a while, then he was the king. And, of course, then you've got FTR, who barely wrestle as a team. And, yes, they have three tag team belts, but not the belts in their own company. The Acclaimed are relatively new champions. Swerve and Our Glory were sort of a gimmick team. Um, so, I mean, you know, FTR, who are perpetually unhappy and, as you said, salty. I mean, they're like seawater salty. They're like the Dead Sea salty. They're like Salt Lake City salty. Um, right. They're upset about it. And, you know, and they just put over the Acclaimed on Dynamo. In a, in a very good match, by the way, without a schmaz. I was sure that match was going to end in a with the guns and, and – Triple J lethal, um, but no FTR lost basically clean to um, uh, the acclaim. Cool. Um, I'm going to spoil one prediction. I predict they're going to lose in this double dog collar match, a final battle to the Briscoes, and drop those ROH titles. Because um, mm-hmm. I don't think Ring of Honor is getting any TV. I think they're I think they're just going to bring back Honor Club, and they'll they'll maybe put the show on that, and then reluctantly put it on, you know, YouTube like on a one week delay or something.
3: I was going to hold off to have having this conversation, but it's going to segue into our final battle predictions, um, which is our next topic to discuss. Um, But Jeff, like Tony Khan recently announced that, you know, besides him in the same presser talking about his mom being in the Mayo Clinic mentioned that he's heard the voices of the fans saying they don't like their AEW mixing in with their ROH and he's going to separate them moving forward after final battle Jeff nobody is watching AEW Dark on YouTube why not just move ROH to a YouTube only show instead of using the production value and the production time to put into dark just make an ROH show do you want me to know the
4: opinion I have now, based on what I think from ascertaining Tony speak, what I think is Tony think, and what I'm ascertaining from the various talking heads that seem to know something about Tony, the wrestling industry, and the TV industry, and try to put that in a funnel, put it in a blender, <laughs> put it in a funnel, and tell you what I came up with. Here's what I think. Um, okay, I think ahead. that Tony believes that a final battle does 35 to 50,000 pay-per-view buys that he can make a pitch to Discovery Warner Brothers and they will put Ring of Honor on some type of TV, whether that's HBO Max streaming or whether that's TNT or TBS or more likely one of the tertiary networks like True TV or whatever. That's what he believes in his head. What I believe is, I don't think that's realistic, but I don't really know. I think what's more realistic is that his plan B is to revitalize, not revitalize, but restart like Honor Club, Ring of Honor's Honor Club has just been sitting there. It's it, You could get the pay-per-views, that's it. It hasn't been running, but he could just basically flip the switch back on and try to get people to subscribe to Honor Club and put a show on Honor Club and then run it on YouTube maybe a week or two weeks later um, so that people... Pay for it. Um, now, I think that your idea makes a whole lot more sense. I don't think darker, darker elevation has any importance. I know that people aren't watching them, um, and and we've been tracking this ever since the show started. It just keeps getting worse and worse, and then this week is is no exception. I mean, all wrestling did worse this week, um, right? But uh, yeah, you I know mean, what? Th- I know you have the numbers. Your same enhancement talent you could have. Work enhancement matches on your under the Ring of Honor banner. But I think in his mind, I mean, OK, here's the thing. They are actually separate companies with separate ownership groups. And while he conflates that all the time and, and, and sort of we don't say I think in his mind, he really does consider them. I think there's some line in his mind that he doesn't want to cross to make them seem like they're one company when they are two and two products and two sets of intellectual properties and, and, and that. And I think he overestimates that and the rumors of the of his sales price, um, you know, would support that. But I think he's being dopey. I mean, nobody he bid against himself for Ring of Honor. Right. AEW fans are rejecting Ring of Honor. Worse than that, Ring of Honor fans are rejecting Ring of Honor because it isn't their Ring of Honor. Whatever those 100,000 right. people liked, this ain't it.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was the question I was about? To, oh, you. I know, I know you have the numbers, and I. And usually we give the numbers at the end, but what was the latest numbers on Dark Elevation and, and Dark? Dark this week,
4: 137. Two weeks go up to 163. Three weeks go up to 177. This is not this is like 100,000 lower, you know, going on three weeks. I mean, so the aggregate is nothing elevation, which I suppose is the bigger YouTube show. 153 this week from two weeks ago, it's up to 199 from three weeks ago, only 181. And the funny thing is, the 181 is before the pay-per-view. The 199 is afterwards. So people would tune in for that. Now, they've had segments on YouTube that didn't better. Like, you know, the some of the turns and promos have gotten hundreds of thousands of viewers, but not Dark and Elevation. They've been consistent. They've been down. Maybe it's proportionate to the other shows, but I think
3: even more so. Um, yeah, it stinks. I mean, uh, what do you think? I gotta believe that if they did replace Dark and Dark Elevation with ROH, they'd definitely pull a higher number than 200,000. Uh... I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it depends if if
4: the if it's really going to feel like an ROH show, meaning that it's, it's you know, you're, you're going to announce their people their ROH record. They're not going to talk about their AEW record unless it's important to the story. It's it's going to be talent that's mostly on ROH, even if that's like Captain Sean Dean and Lee Moriari's, really, you know, that don't really matter. Wheel of Yuta and, and the, the, you know, it's tough because they, they, they've they got titles on people that you can you know. Well, I suppose you could. What difference does it make? But in his mind, like Chris Jericho and, and uh, Cesaro fuck Claudio and Samoa Joe and, you know, and, you know, FTR, which is one reason I think they're dropping the titles, because I think that he's going to have to start separating the two. Uh, and since it's not really helping the Ring of Honor brand, you may as well give your Ring of Honor fans something. There's nothing more Ring of Honor than the Briscoe brothers. I mean, they were they were they debuted literally in year one of Ring of Honor.
3: I mean, let's, let's go through this card, this final battle card, and then let's, you know, let's revisit this YouTube thing at the end sure. to see if whoever we think is holding titles, cause there's a lot of titles on this card. Let's see who, who would be the draw, right? You know, I know I understand where you think Jericho isn't going to be the ring of honor champion for long to be a YouTube only champion. And I agree with you. So let's start there. The main event for the Ring of Honor World Championship is Chris Jericho versus Claudio, AKA Cesaro.
4: Jeff, who do you think is winning? Well, first of all, I don't think either of these guys are someone that that Tony sees as someone that that could only be Ring of Honor only. Uh, I'm not sure that he's right I about that with you. in either case. But I mean, the Jericho Appreciation Society is you know overexposed, but it's a you know he thinks it's a big faction. I mean, it's big physically. There's eight of them. Um, listen, AEW's had a lot of stipulation matches where somebody loses they have to either work or do something for the other side that they don't want to do. That has, I think the rate on the person who would be the indentured servant losing is a hundred percent. I mean, we had, kip sabian and and miro we had uh matt hardy i think a couple
0: mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was
1: only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true
0: chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary, void or prohibited by law, 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice
5: of a winner. To celebrate Slider Sunday all season long, King's Hawaiian is giving away $1 million in a trip to the big game to one lucky winner. Just go to kingshawaiianshowdown.com to enter to win. Earn more entries by playing fun games, voting on your favorite sliders, and discovering delicious game day recipes. That's kingshawaiianshowdown.com for your chance to win $1 million. King's Hawaiian Sh- Times we you know there are a whole a whole bunch of you know you you lose and you
4: join my crew you lose and you become my butler kind of thing and the person who who you know didn't want to do the thing always lost so i don't think tony can resist it i don't even think he should i think claudio reluctantly being the jas reluctantly tagging with jk here again and loving the hat thing they're both wearing purple bucket hats uh i don't know what they you know the, the aw does need them on a tag team but who cares um I think Jericho, I don't think he can take it off Jericho. And, and you know what? Jericho's actually done some pretty good work defending this belt. He doesn't need to be full-time. Les Jericho is okay. Um, and if they only defended the Ring of Honor world title on Dynamite I don't or Rampage, I don't think it would hurt anything. And then, then he appeared every now and on, on the YouTube show. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think Jericho being the Ring of Honor t- champion hurts Dynamite. I just think it's all the other... Unimportant Ring of Honor stuff that's mentioned that that nobody cares about. So I'm going with Jericho. Claudio become joins the JAS as part of the BCC falling apart, et cetera, et cetera.
3: I'm going to pick Claudio because again, I I'm banking that he moves this show to YouTube and just okay. I'm going to pick Jericho's not doesn't want to be the YouTube champion. But maybe Cesaro wants to prove that he's a draw. All right, Cesaro, here's your chance. Show me that you can bring in more than 200,000 two hundred thousand views on a weekly basis as my champion. See, that's not how I think Claudio's Tony Khan thinks. I think what Tony Khan thinks is he's going to go. It makes too much
4: business sense, right? I think he's going to go to Discovery and say, look. My top guy, Chris Jericho, my most famous wrestler, is the champion, and the biggest faction in the company, the Jericho Appreciation Society, is is anchoring, uh, is anchoring Ring of Honor. So you you want them on TV. You can get another, you know. 600,000 viewer show just put them on thursday night or, or whatever you, you got nothing going on today we'll put them on tuesday uh you know opposite nxc we can have the wars again remember how good that was for wrestling that people were interested uh, anyway that's how i think he thinks but i i heard you say,
3: i would i would generally agree with you jeff but i think he's already had that conversation with warner brothers discovery I and i think but he's, they've like, already, hey. sh- he's like already. He's like But I face? think they've already
4: shot him down. I know, but like your kids, they keep going. Why? Why? Why?
3: <laughs> Why? Can I have a candy bomb? Mom said I could. Oh my god! I, I don't think I think this is. He's run out of options, and now he's he's left with he's, YouTube. And that's he's it. a billionaire's son. He's never learned the concept of he's run out
4: of options. It's mm-hmm. it's not it's not in his world. It's like me thinking a, a
3: woman isn't in love with me. That's never happened. <laughs> 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 All right, let's. Speaking of women, let's let's move on to Mercedes. No, not not Sasha Mercedes, right. but Mercedes Martinez, the ROH Women's Champion, is been a great Ring battling, of Honor World Women's Champion. I
4: think she's had one defense.
3: Right, and um, she is battling Athena. Uh-huh. Formerly known as Ember Moon, Heal. Athena. You know before Heal Athena. She's, she's no, laying them she... in now like Road Warrior animals. She's like Nikita Koloff in there. I know she's very she she's working very stiff, very
4: strong style, which I'm, which I'm all for. Except every time she does it, she seems to get a half inch shorter.
3: Like I'm pretty sure she's like four foot eight now. Oh no! Don't say that. She was on busted open earlier this week before we oh, give I'm our really predictions. But uh, it's a big show. They, did John Moxley they got with risen. all the buses open. So they no, no, because then I'm not. Then I would be bleeding right now. Yeah. So Athena was on the show with Thunder Rosa and the the regular cast of characters on that show, and she said that she feels slighted that all this criticism about her working stiff is blown up out of proportion because she's a woman. What criticism? And if she was, Uh, Because there's a bunch of people saying, oh, she beat up that uh, jobber a few weeks ago. Like she like ragdolled her a bunch of times. Okay, she's she's she should be lucky anyone's talking about her period. But I I haven't heard a lot of criticism about
4: her working stiff. I mean, I think that said that she worked too stiff on on that particular woman. But I mean, that was what a a story for two and a half days. Who, Who cares?
3: Well, apparently, like there was a lot of people chattering, chatting about it online. And I think it was something that I think she's right. I think I said this a couple weeks ago when everybody was talking about this earlier, like, you know, so what? She's working stiff. Yeah, I agree. So What's she's working. Stiff? Big deal.
4: I like it. I mean, Jamie Hayter works stiff. Everyone loves her. So, I mean, I don't think it's right. working stiff. I mean, if she hurt the, the, the girl on purpose, that's one thing. If she did it by accident, that happens all the time in wrestling, especially if someone's new and especially if you don't practice a lot. So stuff happens. Um, But just on her working stiff, I don't care. I mean, I I just find it silly because she's she's so short. I mean, she doesn't look like Jade Cargill, so whatever. But it's it's fine. Uh, And I... Absolutely think that she's going to win this match because she hasn't done anything in AEW. And so when you can't have do anything in AEW, you give them a ring of honor title and you pretend now they've accomplished something in AEW that they didn't accomplish in WWE, so it was the right move, even though you took it from Mercedes Martinez, who also can complain that she did almost nothing in WWE and they gave her this meaningless title because they had nothing for her in AEW. Um but, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Athena. Uh, they're going to put a, a bright new fresh coat of paint on the on the Ring of Honor World's title. Um, with Athena, youth movement, whatever, it's fine. You know, it doesn't matter.
3: I agree with you. I think Athena is going to win this match. Let's move on to the pure title. You have uh, Wheeler Yuta versus Danny Garcia. This is another uh, BBC versus yeah. um, I absolutely don't want to do this again. But I will match that. I have to confess one forever. thing before we go on. This is
4: the most Ring of Honor match on this card. I mean, in fact, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor fans were telling me that Wheel of Utah is, is was going to be a star. There are probably still some of them out there oh who God. want to tweet me every day or send me a message on Facebook, like in the Ring of Honor Facebook Thank group, you. except it's defunct. No administrator approves any comments. Oh, no. Um, they want to say, see, look Honor- at what a star he is. And you said he was never going to be a star. So this is, and they talked about Danny Garcia, how they'd love to see him in Ring of Honor. So this is the most Ring of Honor match on this card. I have no interest in seeing it.
3: Wasn't that Ring of Honor Facebook group run by um, the Ring of Honor co- commentator?
4: Maria Canella? No, she, she claimed no, that she was Maria going Kanellis. to. She She was... Almost never there. Um, no, the other guy that uh, you used to like, Bobby Cruz, he wasn't running it. I mean, yes. Ring of Honor people lingered in there. I mean, Tony Deppin was on there. Um, uh, t- Matt Taven's wife and were on there. there. Rhett Titus was on it. His wife was on there. They, they were Ring of Honor people on there all the time, which was sort of weird because they, they, they'd they get into it with you. I mean, Shane yeah. Keller was on there. O'Shea Edwards. Josh Good- Woods was on. I mean, in the in the beginning, it was more. I mean, some of them would just like, you know, occasional comments and move on. You know, they, they're like, OK, it's the bare minimum. The bosses are looking. But some of them, it's like uh, – like, I'm not sure Rhett Titus's wife knew that wrestling was fake. I'm pretty sure Matt Caven's <laughs> aunt didn't. I mean it, it got a little weird sometimes. Bobby Cruz, I understand I why he got angry at me. I mean be, I mean his life was sort of coming crashing down and I'm like pointing out that, you know, how all the walls are falling down and, <laughs> and he's trying to point out how how the you know the you know, how the the I don't know what it what, the the, the trip you know, where the ceiling meets the walls is so it was done so intricately i'm like dude the, the the bricks are crashing your window just cracked open roxy just signed with nxt she hasn't signed yet the next day it's official i mean you know just what's your source so next day i'm like per booker t <laughs> Why? you put your source but she hasn't signed yet <laughs> You're just another marketing. I'm like Bobby. I know that you just lost your job and your life, and and you know you're a middle-aged guy. And you're not sure what what's next. I, I've been there. Believe me, I, I get it. But you know, you know, why don't you start looking for other things other than fighting with me on the internet? <laughs> I never get tired of that story. Anyway, I'm going Dan- with Danny Garcia, or Yuta? I'm going to go with Garcia. I think that the JS is ring of honor. Uh, I think the BCC is going to be destroyed. Um, and Yuda losing is going to be part of that little puzzle. But I, I, this one, I, I, I don't really have any strong feeling about that. This. this could go either way. Um, you know, also the, the heels yeah, lost but- on dynamite. So, I mean, usually if the heels lose on dynamite, they win on the pay-per-view.
3: Mm, you gotta. I think you have a point there, but I, I just, I think everything's. The BCC is gonna move to Ring of Honor, and so, Claudio and Yuta, bye bye. Maybe BCC stays on AEW in the form of Moxley turns on um, these guys, and then that's it. You, they're s- staying on Ring of Honor. Next match, TV title: Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson. I love it. They they
4: they just signed Juice Robinson to the AEW. It's official. Let's go to his introductory promo. I'm Juice Robinson. I know if I want to impress people in AEW, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay a title. I'm gonna lay a challenge down for the Ring of Honor TV title. What? <laughs> <laughs> so retarded. Um, Okay, there's a lot of people saying, oh, well, Juice can then defend it in, in New Japan and this. Well, what, 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 what's the difference if Samoa Joe or Juice, they both work for the same guy who has to approve wherever else they were and wherever else they take the title? It makes no difference that Juice Robinson's, you think New Japan wouldn't want Samoa Joe there? They've had Juice Robinson in the last. 10 years or eight years whatever it's been (laughs) they let him go i mean they sent him to ring of honor once he got hurt he said don't send me back to ring of honor so like okay and then eight months later they sent him to impact i mean and then they then they didn't resign him i mean it's not like juice rotten so big so anyway I, i don't have a real feel for this but i sort of like the samoa joe two belts i think samoa joe actually is finally enjoying himself in AEW. He finally feels comfortable. I think it took a while, but uh, I don't see any reason to strip him of a belt. Not for a new guy that nobody knows It doesn't have a character. The only possible reason I could see for it is that Juice Robinson is sort of part of the Bullet Club elite thing. But Adam Cole, we still don't know. Kyle O'Reilly, neck fusion, surgery. Bobby Fish out of AEW. Jay White, no one knew him. Uh the elite has bigger problems than to do another elite bullet club is fine civil war so I'm gonna go with Samoa Joe keeps it anyway the new guy should do the honors it's not like it's not like it's Roman Reigns coming over and it's Samoa Joe versus Samoa Joe
3: right I'm also picking Samoa Joe I think you've said it all so I'm gonna move on to the next one Um, a throwaway tag team match really just showcasing Shane Taylor promotions it's STP versus Swerve in Our Glory? They're still a team, Jeff? Sort of, but it's not even really STP.
4: It's Shane Taylor. All right, so Shane Taylor Promotions was Reverend Ron Hunt, Shane Taylor, Khan and Moses, who were the soldiers of Savagery. Khan is Bishop Khan in the Gates of Agony in the Embassy, which used to be Tully Blanchard Enterprises, uh, and O'Shea Edwards. J.D. Griffey was apparently either Keith Lee and or Shane Taylor's partner in some indies in Texas. I don't know who J.D. Griffey is. I'm not going to lie and say I do. Um, anyway, I know the, the, the conventional wisdom is that Swerve and Our Glory break up here, and so they're going to they're gonna feed a bone to um, the Ring of Honor audience, and maybe they'll sign these guys if Ring of Honor gets TV and since tony is so delusional i'm going to go against my better judgment and go with the conventional wisdom because these appearance guys they should lose you know what swerving or glory is still going to win no matter no matter what they, 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 i don't think the chain is signed i don't think jd griffey is signed i'm gonna, whatever wow. happens with swerving or glory they're still going to pull out a, a win even if one of them abandons the other one Maybe this time, wow. Shane, maybe this time, Swerve leaves Shane in the middle, but he's he still, you know, beats his old mates. I don't think AEW guys are losing to Rain of Honor guys. And I was so close to going wow. the other way. Everyone knows I'm a Shane
3: guy. Yeah, him. I know. I was about to say, wait till Shane Taylor hears about this. Shane Shane Taylor promotions is my pick because I think they're gonna be the ROH tag team. And again, if 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 I'm I'm betting on they're going to branch off, do their own sh- stuff on YouTube. You need a team like Shane Taylor, Shane Taylor Promotions, and I know it's not the original Shane Taylor Promotions, mm-hmm. but it's still a you know Shane Taylor's a big dude and a good talker. I hope to Just, be wrong. Let's see. Speaking of the aforementioned. Um, uh, con, uh, we've got the embassy, Brian Cage and Gates of Agony versus the Dalton, Dalton Castle and the boys for what I'm calling the Ring of Honor trios titles. Yeah. Um,
4: Dalton Castle is a fun act. The Ring of Honor crowd loves them. People, people love, but Brian Cage has been a disaster in AW for the most part. He was embarrassing during the Battle Royal, which by the way, the Battle Royal was horrendous this week. And I actually thought Dynamite was pretty good, but that was, everyone knows I'm a sucker for Battle Royal. That was one of the worst Battle Royals I've ever seen. Um, and Brian Cage was particularly bad in it. The Gates of Agony haven't won anything on any TV that I've seen. They, they've basically been the butcher in the blade. They, they've been losing everywhere. So if they're ever going to do anything with these guys. This is the time to give them those trio titles. I don't know why you have a manager and you do this whole thing. And, you know, I know Tully walked out or whatever it was, but they got to do something with these guys. If they don't, and Khan reunites with Shane and JD to beat Swerve, that would be wonderful. That that would be, like, that would be something that would be cool for me. Um, And I think it's too good for me, and I'm not allowed to have nice things most of the time in wrestling. Uh, So... Yeah, I think the Gates of Agony finally wins something, the, probably the least important titles in all of wrestling. Um, but I think that they do, in fact, go over and finally win the, win some gold.
3: I'm going to disagree with you here. You know, seeing how over Dalton Castle is on AEW, I think Dalton Castle and the boys <clears throat> keep this these trios titles. You know what? And Cage deserves to eat up? a
4: pin for how bad he was.
3: Wednesday, <laughs> and maybe he will. Maybe that's the that's the end
4: game. Is yeah. his, his, his one year option keep, is just about keep, up. Like I don't, I haven't heard that's been picked up a
3: second time. Maybe they keep Gates of Agony strong by just having him abandon Brian Cage, and that's it. Next match and the last match to cover FTR versus the Briscoes. I think we let this cat out the bag earlier. You're picking the Briscoes. And so am I, I think FTR has made it clear that they want out of AEW, and this is the beginning of them moving on and into obscurity before they jump ship to WWE. I'm sorry, my,
4: my adult fiance and her her adult child are playing with each other like they're brother and sister. Oh, very. they're They're wrestling and having a tickle fight. Um,
3: oh, well, that's. Yeah,
4: nice. I'm, I'm with you on the Briscoes. The, the, I don't know why it needs to be a double collar match. I mean, this is a little bit weird because these guys already had a, tr- a trilogy and FTR won the trilogy. But yeah, I think that this is going to be the nod to.
5: To celebrate Slider Sunday all season long, Kings Hawaiian is giving away $1 million in a trip to the big game to one lucky winner. Just go to kingshawaiianshowdown.com to enter to win. Earn more entries by playing fun games, voting on your favorite sliders, and discovering delicious game day recipes. That's kingshawaiianshowdown.com for your chance to win $1 million. kingshawaiianshowdown.com Ring of Honor that you're sort of
4: calling for with all the Shane Taylor promotion stuff. This is, the Briscoe's the most Ring of Honor thing you can do. Uh, Discovery's already said that they're not going to be on Discovery TV, but maybe that doesn't apply to streaming, maybe it doesn't apply to lesser channels Uh, and it certainly doesn't apply to Honor Club and YouTube so uh, I I think this is for the Ring of Honor fans, the Briscoes FTR just lost to the acclaimed I think Dax actually wants to make a go of it as a solo wrestler, which is ridiculous he wants to scratch that Shawn Michaels itch he's more a Carl Anderson than Shawn Michaels, but okay, and FTR at some point Remember last year, they thought their contract was up in the early part of, of 2022, and that was wrong. Now, again, they think it's up in April of, of, of 2023, so in about four months. Um, and, it's, and there was some rebuttal about that, but not strong. So I'm not sure if all these guys like have like if there's company options or what the case is, mm-hmm. but I'm not so sure they're sticking around either. I mean, I don't know what it is like. Tony Khan gives them a little bit and gives them like the the gold stars, but something doesn't feel right with that relationship. And they tried, they tried to suck his dick on on you know on those media scrums, on live YouTube or whatever, you know, how much they loved him. But they were clearly they were
3: clearly part of Team No, without a doubt. And I think that's the problem, is they're they're kissing butt, but they're not kissing the right butt, and that is the elite. I think the young bucks were threatened by him and rightfully so and now they're on the outs ftr and now it's time guys,
4: to because they they really are old school when it comes to wrestling. I think they respect the business. They respect the, the craft. They're a really good tag team. They can't really help that they're <laughs> short or whatever, but they, they have absolutely made the most of their size. They're perennially unhappy, they, but they're snowflakes. They're, they're, they're generationally appropriate for their age. Their, their attitudes are snowflakey. Uh, you know, they're very, they're sort of whiny crybabies. Um, so it's weird where they fall in. So the one thing they're old school about, and sort of you know, let's let's the one thing they're more Yellowstone than say Ted Lasso in is is wrestling, and that's the one time where it hit them wrong because they're with the the Gen Z, the Gen Y ownership.
3: Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, Jeff: If they are out of their contracts in early two thousand twenty three what's what and let's say they show up their surprise at wrestlemania do you think that they get more or less the same type of hardy pop or or any or or like a cody like pop upon their return yeah i think they would get a huge pop i don't know
4: that they get a hardy pop Maybe. I mean, listen, when you're in, I mean, it depends on the size of the building and the size of the crowd, right? I mean, so a, a lesser pop of enthusiasm is going to sound louder if there's 100,000 people versus 35,000 people. They'll get an enormous pop. They'll get an enormous reception. And by the way, I think that Triple H will book them better than Vince did. I mean, I ob- Triple H, obviously, for better or for worse, is not like, a, he's not a sizist like I am. Right. Even though he was a size and body guy himself.
3: Sure. Um, anything else to cover in AWROH land before we move to NXT deadline predictions?
4: Um, I mean, just that Renee Paquette revealed that she has two separate contracts with AW. I think she's got a three year deal on screen and she's also doing some production. So she's also an employee of some sort. Now, I'm starting to think with all these people having employee contracts, it's, it's, they don't really have any duties. It's just deployed to get them on, to get them benefits. So that Tony mm, Khan can say, I actually do offer health insurance to 30% of, you know, our wrestlers. Uh, Cause I think that's that is always sort of bit him in the butt. Sure. Okay. There might be other stuff in, in like sort of random. So I mean, spoiler, they signed Trent, the, the, uh, Kip Sabian uh, was apparently going to challenge Orange Cassidy, but he said he was injured in the battle royal. So Orange Cassidy said, "So you're afraid?" And Kip's like, "No, I'll find someone to fight you." And he's Orange Cassidy's like, "I don't care," which is his new gimmick. He doesn't care. He fights. He's fighting on rampage. I'll all the title every week. Yay, yeah, big deal. Um, anyway, uh, so everyone was speculating who Kip Sabian is going to pick. I thought that maybe now the Kip is a heel. You know, maybe they they. They work things out, and then it'd be the perfect time to reintroduce Miro, give him a belt, maybe make that feel, belt feel more important, whatever. But no, it was Trent Seven of Mustache Mountain who came in. Uh, who, by the way, lost. Um, so, so Aww. that's AW's new signing in addition to Juice Robinson. But I remember remember when Bandito was signed and everyone was talking about him, we haven't we haven't really seen mm-hmm. him since. So, there might be some other stuff that to, to, to mention, but no, I don't have any notes of any importance with a w so yeah let's move on to
3: deadline do we do you want to talk about the the mjf and ricky starks stuff at all like everybody was like oh this is great ricky starks is the next coming of the rock like come on everybody keeps saying that I um,
4: listen mjf was mjf i mean if you've been watching for the last three years It was good, but I mean, there wasn't much here that was new. Um, He did do a lot of low-hanging fruit. Ricky Starks, every now and then, I hear what everyone says that they see and hear in him. About once a year, he cuts a great promo. This was a great promo. It went a little bit long. So did NJF's. They were a little bit derivative, but it was really good. And yeah, Ricky Starks sounded like a star. Now, the people say he looks like a star, maybe to them, not to me. He's, to me, he's too thin. He, he needs to put on 25, 30 pounds. But wh- whatever anyone else thinks about this, nobody thinks that MJF is losing the title two, two and a half weeks into his title reign. So he's not winning the title. He's not getting the diamond ring because I'm sure that's going to be the same match unless he's going to do a separate match and beat MJF just for the diamond ring, which is a heel gimmick, so it seems a little bit silly. Um, but you can do it. I mean, you've had King of the Rings. they were faces. It's not very successful, but you can. Um, but then what? Then what do you do with him? And, that, and that's the problem with AEW generally. You, you don't know what, what the next thing is, um, which, by the way, was a criticism of mine about WWE, but... I want to touch on one thing about Raw, because two weeks ago, I thought Raw was terrible. This week, even though the numbers were bad... I actually thought it was a better show and yeah, it was too much women's wrestling and whatever, but, but they did a lot of transitioning to new feuds. So you had Rio confront Becky, you had the OC, you know, mixed up with Baron Corbin and the Alpha Academy. Austin theory isn't with Seth Rollins and Lesh anymore. Yeah. It's back to Dolph Ziggler, but also Ali is in that mix. Yeah. The street profits came in and made a save. So they have, they're, they're now dancing with new people as well. So, you have a you have a, a bunch of I'm, I'm sure I'm missing some things too. Loomis, he's not with Loomis the anymore. They had him, you know, in the poker game. So you have you know he won that. So you you have other stuff for him. They're leaning into uh, his his relationship with the way. So they're they're setting up new new feuds, and I, and I think that even if. I thought the show was good, but I noticed those things. Obviously, it didn't do very well, but I actually thought that that was a pretty good Raw generally, and that's a good sign for at least some variety in the future. All right.
3: I I loved the Becky and Rhea stuff. I mean, I think everybody thought Rhea is destined to match up with Bianca and take the title off of Bianca, but I didn't think that – this match would be the jumping off point to get Rhea to Bianca, and I think it makes perfect sense. I think it's, it's a WrestleMania-quality match, and we're going to get it at Royal Rumble, so... Or, or possibly... No, no, we're getting it next week on Raw, right? I'm not really sure
4: when uh, at the moment, but... I think that's what it is. But yeah, this this is a good rivalry, and, and I, you know, people are going to be upset at whatever happens, but... I, I think Rhea is an extremely credible champion. I mean, she's on fire. Bianca is good. She's been great. She's been a great champion. But, I mean, she says the same thing every week. So why not mix things up when you have a, a heel champion with a faction of men around her? You know, one is her, her love stricken puppy dog, which, by the way, you know, everyone knows I don't like Dominic, but he had a single no, match on you. in a fight that he started with the one guy that he should start a fight with. So even that made sense. The one guy he should be able to beat legitimately, and he did beat him on his own. It wasn't easy, but, you know, Tozawa, and, uh, you know, that was fine. The funny thing was Dana Brooke and, and uh, Tamina sitting there having basically no role whatsoever in, in that just sitting there in the corner,
3: like two schlubs. Um, I'm gonna write this down. Mark, mark your calendars, everybody. December eighth, the week of December eighth. Show episode 107. This is when Jeff becomes a dominic. I'm not a
4: Dominic fan by and I, I still think he's a. I, think, <laughs> I still think he's a waste of flesh. Um, but if he's gonna be on there, the stuff should make sense. This, that's the guy that makes sense from uh,
3: the only guy from the pick on. So that that's fine. Um, tune into next next episode 108 when. Jeff is going to pick Dom as his breakout star of 2023.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, maybe so. Um, anyway, so yeah, that that's all I want to say there. But that was, you know, I was sort of deriding Triple H's booking earlier. But mm-hmm. if he keeps on doing this... Which is what they do in NXT, by the way. They sort of seamlessly transition people from feud to feud, which is what you're supposed to do in wrestling. And we were talking about Ricky Starks. AEW generally doesn't do that. It's usually when a feud is over, they don't know what to do with it. Like Jungle Boy, they had nothing. They had no idea what to do with him. So just in the battle royal, they randomly had W Morrissey, who for whatever reason wasn't in the battle royal, but was outside around the ring, decides to choke slam. Um, jungle boy i guess because he eliminated lee moriarty or something because they're in the firm when they're in the firm together and he chokes Landon and people said it looked hard it did look hard i i don't know if he's really injured or not i don't think so um but you know he just finished a, a feud with luchasaurus so what else? Run back the same feud just with a different guy because Christian still isn't well, which is the feud he's supposed to have because they haven't figured out what to do, but they know they want Jungle Boy on TV. I don't want Jungle Boy on TV, but Tony Khan does. So it took it took him a month to figure out what to do. So it's basically the same thing over again, just have him beat another giant. Um, anyway, so, but that's better than what they do with most people. Like Hobbs, they, they've done nothing with it. Now he's wrote, roaming the streets i don't know if he's a face i don't know if he's a real. i mean he's he's literally directionless uh, he's directionless on the tv show and in his in his in his role on in AEW and in in his vignettes i mean it's it's bizarre so kudos to triple h or sean or whoever is, is doing this because you know, now if they're if these are the same dance partners in the next seven months, I won't feel the same. But if this changes again, if this is what we see every ten or twelve weeks,
3: they do these kinds of transitions. Good, that, that's that's what wrestling's supposed to be. Right. Is Hob is Hobbes like an aborigine? He's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, I don't get the <laughs> reference. I, I would I would call more what, the cat it's <laughs> flight of the Concord okay um the, the the pwc fans listening in australia pick that one up okay um well when
4: you and say he's he him like an there, aborigin, i'm him. like i don't think he's australian indigenous now uh, <laughs> um i don't know uh if you listen to tyson yunca sporta then yes cool. he, he he is aboriginal in his own way um okay. in any event NXT. By the way, they had some tryouts, and there were some uh, indie wrestlers there. Uh, uh, notable. Oh my Kaylee God. Ray was there. Casey Navarro. No, please not. Uh, Kaylee Ray is the person who keeps going to wrestling promotions, then quitting. Also, for a while, okay. there, accused Jericho maybe of sexual harassment.
3: Uh, maybe yes, I maybe. Mean, I mean, listen, we we WWE is about to lose a person that you know takes her ball and goes home. So why not backfill her with? Kaylee yeah,
4: I mean, so Minnie Bailey basically is what they, they call it. Casey Navarro is also another mini. So I'm not really happy about this. Also, Vincent and Dutch were seen there. Um, so Vincent and Dutch, maybe not part of uh, the Wyatt Six or whatever that's going to be, but maybe coming to NXT. So if the Sangamaniacs are going to be moved up at some point, maybe Vincent and Dutch sort of replaces them as the killer team or joins Gacy or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, that's NXT. But deadline. What's up with deadline?
3: deadline we've got five matches on the card i'm really excited by this iron survivor match i know everybody keeps you know saying that it's the this impact uh what is it top of the mountain match? it's not Man the, of the king mountain? of the mountain it's more like war Man games of with
4: conditions which i think is good because i don't really love war games i mean i think the, until everyone's in there it's sort of wasteful i mean and they barely tell stories like right it. so I, I i didn't really love survivor series i thought it was I mean, in an era where even when WWE has been sort of stinky on TV, the PLEs have consistently overperformed or performed. I thought this one was Mm -hmm. just okay, but the ending was so good that, you know, sort of like the usual suspects. The movie was pretty good, but the ending was spectacular. So it pulled the whole thing up.
3: Um, Right. Anyway, I, I think War Games would have been better if the time differential between entrance was not two minutes, but it was like maybe a minute.
4: Yeah. Or like maybe if the women's match was a a traditional Survivor Series match, like elimination. I I don't know. Just Mm -hmm. I I don't love the War Games format. But this is like a variation on the War Games, and if this is booked well, it's going to be really good. If this is booked poorly, um, that doesn't mean it's it can't be booked better. But how they book it is is and how the talent handles it is going to be important because they didn't put in those crusty veterans that we suspect there's, there's no Cameron mm-hmm, Grimes mm-hmm. in there. Uh, they didn't put Apollo Cruz in there. They didn't, you know, bring down, you know, Natalia and put her in, in the woman's one. So I don't, th- this is an interesting
3: test, but. I mean, we, we really don't know who's behind the mask of Axiom. Maybe it could be Natty Nighthart.
4: It's true. It's, you've made a good point there.
3: Um,
4: Thank you. I'm really intrigued. I hope it's good because we could use a new type of match. And even if it's not perfect, I, I like I like the concept. I like the concept of this penalty box. And actually, I love it. One of the things I don't love, Grayson Waller, I didn't even I didn't really love the segment, but I did like how they tried to talk about what their strategies were in it. And actually. Joe Gacy did a pretty good job of explaining why he wants to be a number four, um, you know, because someone said, I want to be number two. So, I, can, you know, and then, you know, and then someone went, that's stupid. That just means that you're going to get pinned the most. And he's like, no, that means I can maximize the amount of pins I can I can win, you know, which is what a confident mm-hmm. deal, uh, face would say. Um, anyway, it, it was interesting. That's, uh, I'm interested in the concept. We, we need new matches in wrestling
3: absolutely absolutely 100% agree with you and i think this is very innovative and i'm really excited to see it our competitors in the men's match are carmelo hayes jd mcdonough grayson waller joe gacy and axiom jeff who do you got
4: (laughs) uh this is a tough one for me um you got a face champion. We have a face champion. Uh, Apollo was teasing a, lot of a little here. bit of dickness, a little dickiness, a little bit of heel. But uh, spoiler, I don't think Apollo's winning the title. I think Braun's going to retain. So we're still going to have face champion. Carmelo Hayes, however, has been going a little face here we haven't seen trick with him as much and he's the star and if the one thing they're waiting on to put him onto the main roster see i thought when he lost that match to wesley that was that was his goodbye to NXT. he was gonna be on the main roster um i think that maybe he might still be a surprise entrance in the royal rumble even if he doesn't win the NXT title but um and he doesn't have to be on the main roster to be in the, the Royal Rumble. Anyway, I'm going with Melo. Um I can't see my way to Waller. I don't wanna see him against Braun I I think that they need to keep Ron Breaker f- facing top competition. And Grayson Waller isn't a top wrestler yet. Carmelo Hayes is. He's also he's already wrestled J D. McDonough. He's wrestled Joe Gacy. Mm-hmm. So En- enough mm-hmm. of that shit axiom it's he's got an entirely different story and it's it's a different weight class no one wants to see braun breaker versus well maybe i shouldn't say no one i, I don't particularly braun has wrestled enough guys like that carmelo hayes is sort of like he's sort of more of a five-tool player so i, I you know i think that would be that's the match i'm going with Melo.
3: i mean this th- i'm gonna go with Melo too and i think to your credit The last few pay-per-views, PLEs for NXT, you've mentioned that Braun is really on a constant tryout with different wrestling styles. And Carmelo Hayes isn't somebody that he's matched up with previously, or at least that style, right? So I think it makes perfect sense for Carmelo to be the next man up and Carmelo possibly to be the guy that takes the title from him as Braun moves up um and he's a guy, guy that can around that everything post wrestlemania he's time. also
4: a guy that could probably cover for if Braun makes a
3: mistake not that he makes mistakes because
4: he stays within himself um but they you know they had him wrestle some big guys they had him wrestle duke hudson and von wagner on nxt and win um mm-hmm. so i don't know i, I think mellows the the newest and grayson waller's too green so yeah
3: I agree with you. So let's. You already mentioned uh, Braun as your pick. I'm going to pick Braun as well. So sorry, Apollo. I do think Apollo turns um, heel,
4: though. And so he may get another rematch. And I think they're keeping Apollo in the back of their pocket. Say, if we want to bring Braun up, we can make Apollo go heel and he can be the champion and he's credible.
3: Right, right. Um, let's talk about the women's Iron Survivor match. We got Zoe Stark, v- Cora Jade. Roxy or Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, and Indy Hartwell. Okay.
4: The only thing I'm sure of is that it's not Zoe Stark. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm also pretty sure it's not Kiana James. God knows I want it to be. Her act is fantastic. Her assistant is ooh la la. Oh my God. Um, I, I I would love it if, like, if if someone said to me, You know, you can ask WWE for one thing, but it can't be on the main roster and it can't be like a really giant thing, but you can ask them to do one big thing. But I would say, please... Buy NXT but but make it the Kiana James bought NXT and she, not NXT. Please buy NWA and make it the Kiana James bought NWA and have her run the whole thing. Like she's Shane McMahon in WCW, but do it right. Let her do the whole fucking thing. Or whoever writes for her, but do wow. the whole thing. I would I would love it. Or when they force MLW into bankruptcy, let it so that Keanu James buys MLW and let her become the new Cesar Durant Dario acquired character. Okay, but that's not what you asked me. I sort of... Okay, so I was sure it was going to be Indy Hartwell. She was going to lose to Mandy Rose, what? and then they would put her on the main roster with the rest of the way. And then we saw Toxic Attraction in the Toxic Attraction Lounge watching the like a women's match, and they're like, you know... And then you hear someone say... Well, you are not going to get by me this week. I am like, I said to myself, well, you know, whoever this person is isn't winning, and of course, I was in the Hartwell, so there goes that. So I am going to trust my instincts and say it's not in the Hartwell. So I've eliminated three now. So Cora, Jade, or Roxy. Mandy Rose is a heel. Roxy is is the cute new thing. So I am going to go with with Roxy to win this.
3: Very good. I picked Roxy as well. Um, No surprise there. Let's before we get to the tag team title match, we have Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn. It's just Isla. The ass is silent. Don't ask me to explain why. I have no idea. Isla? That all depends on what type of the Isla you're on. I guess so. (laughs) So who's your pick?
4: I'm going with Isla Dawn. Uh, I, I. I don't, I, what? I don't think she's like Blair Davenport and, and Mako Sakamura who they just brought in for one. I think she's actually here. They did some vignettes. She's got this the modern day witch thing going. I like witches. You know I like spooky and occult. So Alba Fire, a lot of people see a lot on her. I don't. I think she looks 10 years older than she is. I mean, I see what they say, but like... Tough, tough girl with a baseball bat. I mean, what, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to bring, you're going to carry that over to the main roster? Okay, fine. She can go at any time and she can join Emma and Candace LeRae and, you know, and the, who's the new one? Ategan Knox that they brought back. I mean, the, you know, all, all right. of the, all of the semi job squad out. That's fine. Um, I know that Alba Fire has a bone to pick, Isla Dawn. Cost her the title. So you would think that, uh, that that Alba Fire should win, but I see nothing in her, at least long term. I see
3: potential in Isla Dawn. So I'm going to go with Isla Dawn for the upset. Wow. I'm picking Alba Fire. I think Alba Fire needs to get her, her wins back. It Who cares? They have,
4: they have, you're probably right, but they have so many talented women in nxt it's it's an embarrassment of riches
3: yeah yeah they, they, all right boomer. well i i i think alba fire is gonna be on fire um last match i think this um is gonna come as a surprise to many people but I, I i think this is a long-term play pretty deadly versus the new day jeff school us all what's the new day doing here um, this is, this is just
4: the clowns against the clowns. I mean, this is, this is the good clowns versus the bad clowns or the mean clowns. Um, they have nothing else to do. I guess they're going to say, well, we, you know, you know we we want gold and you guys are jerks and we're going to teach you some lessons. Um, but I don't see any reason for the new day to win. There's gotta be a reason why they wrote off the creeds versus the Sangamaniacs, which is not their real name. It's just what I call them i think the pretty deadly retains i'm not going to say they win necessarily and i think the pretty deadly retains with the assistance of the Sangamaniacs, who will then shortly go to the main roster i don't know when i guess the creeds are going to have to get their revenge at some point soon but um whatever i think pretty deadly retain i don't see the new day hanging around nxt for a while um i wouldn't be opposed to it but i i I don't know i get them you know I don't know. Pretty deadly is funny. Just give him Lash Legend
3: again. That somehow, somehow
4: the three of them worked.
3: Yeah. I think the New Day are going to win this match. And I think they're going to be the new NXT tag team champions. One, because, you know, the Usos have the titles. The New Day have to stay relevant in some, you know, the, not that they, they need the titles to stay relevant, but again, like, you know, you you build the more prestige with okay, they are the NXT champions. Not only that though, I'm looking forward to the next PLE and I think we're going to have the return of MSK. And what better match and way to put MSK over than have them go toe to toe with the New Day and have the New Day put him over.
4: Interesting. I mean, listen, I usually when main roster people come down, they have some success. I mean, Dolph Ziegler was the NXT champion for a bit. So I wouldn't be shocked. There just haven't been that many title changes in favor of the the, the main roster folks when they come down. Um, mm-hmm just doesn't seem to be the nxt way I, I think the new day will be protected but i think they'll just continue to tread water you know up on the main roster sell their shirts make money sell stuff to the kids at house shows uh, do do the dancing and wait for and, and hope the biggie gets well and rejoins them and they can get they can get a you know they can do their second act or really their third act um okay but i i can see what you're saying and i you know that's a nice thing about this i mean The NXT can go in a lot of different directions, and none of them are really wrong. I mean, and listen, I I don't think I'm going to get all my predictions right. I'd like to, but I don't think that I will.
3: They're just like Shawn Michaels' lazy eye, right? Like, sure, it can go in in many different directions, but we don't know which way I'm
4: not sure it goes in many directions. I'm just not sure I know which direction it goes. (laughs) the The funny thing is, both of these cards, to me, are less predictable than... Final Battle was. I mean, Final Battle, I got 11 out of 13 right, and one of them I knew I was wrong. Right.
3: Final Battle or uh, Full final, Gear?
4: Oh, yeah, Full Gear. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah. Right. Final Battle's coming. Yeah. All right, that's the end of our NXT deadline predictions. Jeff, what else do we have? Any news news. around the world? Impact
4: re-signed Tasha Tasha, uh, Steeles, and John Morrison apparently has signed at least for a short period of time with MLW. Uh, Impact also signed a deal with The Zone to be on streaming, so that'll bring it to 137 countries. That doesn't mean anybody will watch. It also, um, you know, I mean, listen, it's good. They're getting money for very little, but... They're also going to get very little money per subscriber. And I don't think people realize, you know, they, they probably get a fraction of a penny per, per subscriber per month, but still it's new money. and It's fine. Good you know, exposure. Speaking of impact, Mickey James's retirement match is January 13th, 10 days before the Royal rumble. Uh, so unless she defeats Jordi and grace or Jordan grace and wins that, uh, whatever that ch- title is that Jordan grace holds. Um, Nick Aldis, Mickey James, and Conrad have formed a company to have wrestling conventions and events. They are holding one in Australia. They haven't announced the date yet, but they announced this a couple days before uh, Triple H said that WWE is almost certainly going to have a PLE-type event in Australia. Um, So Mm. maybe they're waiting for that. And if that's the case, them going into business with Conrad does not rule out them being... Returning to WWE, I think that they will both be in the Rumble. I think that the Cardonas will both be in the Rumble as well. Um... So that's a little bit of uh, transition there uh, In other WWE international news. They're going to have a, a show January 23rd in Hyderabad, India. Um, but it's not going to be a super show. It's going to have local talent and some WWE talent. I mean, usually that means gender. Maybe they'll send Shanky over there. Who knows? Um, but it's only, it's only a 5,000 person venue. I have no idea if that'll be on Peacock or not. Um, Sort of more random news, but also sort of sad. I didn't, I sort of gave Richard Holiday more coverage uh, because it was more shocking than because of his age. But Barry Windham, age 63, um, Bray Wyatt's father-in-law, uh, father in law, father, his son of Black Jack Mulligan, um, Mike Rotunda's longtime. Uh, partner etc also was a partner with uh, jbl when he was justin hawk bradshaw anyway he had a massive heart attack it's a second heart attack uh he's in the icu i think he was driving at the time and i you know it doesn't sound good the people were talking about barry being uncle Harper or uncle howdy in the, in the, in the Wyatt stuff. And I think I remember scoffing on this show and certainly Pw. I'm like, if you think that you haven't seen Barry Wyndham in a while, cause he's over four bills, he's not healthy enough for this. And I, you know, I hate to be right this way, but yeah. So best wishes to, to Barry Wyndham for a uh, full recovery and to his family and everyone involved. Um, speaking of family, Zilla Fatu, who is Umaga's son, um, Recently got him out of a juvenile prison. Uh, he's training with Booker T to, to be a wrestler. So, uh, yeah, hopefully that goes well. I, you know, I don't know if that would be news if he wasn't an Umaga's son, but yeah, that that's all the news and tidbits I have, other than ratings.
3: Do you have any news? Nope. I, I think we've covered all the major news. Okay. Of the last week. Right, so then ratings real quick. So
4: we've got two weeks of ratings with a bunch of shows. Dynamite, actually I've got three weeks. Uh, okay, so three weeks ago, 880,000, which was up 62,000 uh, from the week prior. I don't remember when that 700 number was, but obviously it wasn't uh, four weeks ago or five weeks ago. Uh, then last week they did 870,000, which was down 10,000. Obviously, I can do that math, but just... Yesterday, last night, um, they did a not-so-exciting 840,000, down 30,000. Yeah, we talked about the spectrum thing earlier, and I I really don't know how much of an impact that had or hadn't had, but whatever. Um, SmackDown, uh, two weeks ago, did 2.064 million, which was down 168,000. This past week, SmackDown was on... I don't know what channel it was. I was supposed to be on FS1, but it wasn't on FS1 in my market. In my market, it was supposed to be on FS2, but it wasn't. Like, SmackDown never aired. I had to watch it on demand. Um, so it wasn't, it was preempted from Fox, and apparently it was on different networks and times all over the place, and in some markets not at all. But SmackDown apparently did 902,000. I don't know if that's the aggregate or if that's just for the regular time slot in FS one or FS two. So I'm giving that an asterisk. I, I don't have enough information. Obviously that would be a precipitous fall, but it's you know, it's better than the last time they were on FS one for whatever that is worth, which is not much. Rampage two weeks ago, 411,000, which was down 34,000, which seemed pretty bad until you got to this past week, which was 361,000, down another 50,000, which was the lowest ever Rampage, regardless of channel, regardless of preemption, regardless of time slot, regardless of day. So the lowest Ever. Uh, Tony Khan said he's going to load up Rampages. His idea of loading up Rampage was to have a surprise candidate for Kip Sabin against uh, Orange Cassidy, of course, on a tape show, so everyone knows it's Trent Seven. Um, uh, also to have uh, a women's ma- a women's title match for the Regina do wave championship that Sheeta holds and Allie who's been targeting that championship that I'm sure she never heard of before is in an Allie, I don't think has ever won a match. Um, so spoiler alert. Uh, I'm sure the show will drop after Friday anyway, but um, it's practically Friday. Cra- uh, well, it's practically Thursday now. Uh, no Friday. Um, uh Sheila retains her title. Um and then she gets confronted by I, I can't even remember who the fuck she gets confronted by. It might be Jamie Hayter Um anyway. Um
3: not not Regina Dewade.
4: It, it's not Regina De, It's not Regina Dewade. Um <laughs> <laughs> and there was this, oh, oh, and John Moxley said he has an open challenge before the night was out. They announced he's fighting Takeshita, which will be the third time in a year we're saying this. And yeah, I'm sure this is going to be a great match. But John Moxley bleeds, and John Moxley puts Takeshita to sleep. I'm sure it's a great match, but we've seen it a couple of times. There's no story behind it. And that just tells you that Tony, even after he says he got the message, doesn't get the message. He doesn't understand that exhibition matches, no matter what they are, isn't isn't what draws people to watch wrestling TV. It might be what draws them to a
0: details, the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner,
3: but no, anyway. So, there's the spoilers. all right. Impact at, at last recording. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold yeah. Regina DeWade, who is Regina? I have DeWade? no freaking clue, is she, isn't she? I, isn't she the bad guy, the bad girl in Mean yes,
4: Girls? That's exactly who she is. I think it's some Japanese promotion, like, I have no idea. But Regina DeWade, I assume Regina means queen, In in. In in like Italian or French or something, um, I I don't know I I don't know enough about it and I don't care either. Um, okay. Impact a couple weeks ago seventy four thousand which was down thirty five thousand so the beat goes on for impact. New Japan actually went up to fifty eight thousand. Hey, they got reported. Oh. Raw a couple weeks ago uh did 1.668 million, not very good, but it sounds but up twenty two thousand. This past week Raw did 1.536 million down one hundred thirty two thousand, so not so great. Um NXT two weeks ago did six hundred and forty-four thousand. Up twenty two thousand from the previous week, but this week did five hundred thirty four thousand down one hundred ten thousand, so not so good. We talked about the A.W. YouTube shows in other news. NWA this week it's been out. Uh, it's it's been out a, f- uh, a few days. It I think comes out Friday, so it's been out six full days. Twenty thousand people have watched it. Two weeks ago, the show was up to thirty two thousand. Three weeks ago, which was the season premiere the show after the pay-per-view it's up to 84,000 but since then 32 and 20,000 mlw this week's show um which is actually not Thursday the 8th it's actually Thursday December 1st cuz the 8th just dropped tonight um so 40,000 the week before up to 48,000 I'm sorry, 47,000 and three weeks ago up to 58,000. So, not very impressive for either of those two promotions as well. So, everything in wrestling basically went down the past few couple weeks. Uh, and basically, from dynamite to dynamite, all, all shows did disastrously poor.
3: You know, speaking of that, and one thing that we glossed over and we can talk about it quickly here, is the Bucks match, this this best-of-seven series, continues to draw the least Lies. viewers during Dynamite. Well, except for winning Jeff, matches. What, what, what are the odds that they move this trios match? Like, we know that the lead-in, and I think really, when you look at Dynamite ratings, you know how, like in um, in school, they taught you like three different way three different ways to average: Load, medium, median, and mean. Right. I think I forget which one is the one where you take the highest number out and the lowest number out, and then you average everything. And I think that's exactly what needs to happen when you're looking at r- ratings for Dynamite because the lead in is so strong that that fourth quarter is not correct. And I wouldn't be surprised that if you do that with the AW ratings that you're going to find out that you're below 800,000. Oh, yeah, for, for 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 sure. Um I mean
4: the, the the first quarter is heavily influenced by people who just left the the channel Watch. on. I mean, there's
3: big bang there's typically yep.
4: precipitous drops you know, to quarter two, I'm interested to see this week uh, as to what it was, because, uh, you know, you had that shitty ass battle royal, but then you knew you were going to get MJF, you know, well, you you know, on Ricky Starks. I, you know, I don't know if that's a draw or not, but MJF is theoretically a draw. I mean, I've never actually been convinced that he's much of one, but he's now sort of is uh, mm-hmm. proportionally so. Um, but it'll be interesting to see um, the interesting thing on this is that sometime next year in the 10 o'clock slot on TBS is going to be that UFC reality show. So they're calling that the lead out. So it'll be interesting to see if people stay on TBS, watch all of AEW to watch the UFC show or that it doesn't really matter. You know, who knows how that UFC show will perform? I mean... I mean, a reality show basically started the whole format, and and it was the lead out for Raw, but really Raw was a lead in for it. Um, Fire right. was the show. Um, anyway, that that that's, that's you know that'll be curiosity for another day to see what happens. I mean, I personally think that people are perfectly capable of changing channels if they you know want to see a UFC show, and there's certainly a crossover audience, but I don't think it's as big as people think. I mean, so.
3: Yeah. I don't think so either, but I think where it will impact AW's ratings for the positive is if they go over the 10 o'clock hour by a little bit, and they start capturing the people tuning in for the UFC show.
4: It could be, and since it's a scripted, I don't think it's a live show, I mean... Uh... Discovery may be into that. And I'm sure, you know, Tony would like his overruns. It's, you know, leads to people thinking things aren't, you know, the, the endings aren't necessarily as predictable because you look at, you know, 957, 958, and you're not like, okay, it's about to wrap up. Um, so if you don't know if it's going to go to 1002 or 1007 or 1013, I mean, you know, you, you might be more wrapped up into it. Who knows? Um, I don't, we'll see. We'll, we'll it'll give us father at that point. Uh, I, I don't know. But that AEW always does. Yeah, but yeah, that, but you're right. The, if you took out that first quarter, you know, the, the, you're you typically see a drop. I mean, as there's fewer people watching generally, it, it gets smaller. But you've often seen a drop of, you know, one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand from eight o'clock to the 830 time. And, you know, it's sort of a steady, you know, you, if you saw the minute to minute, it would probably be, you know, a more truer as to when you actually start losing people. But I bet you start losing people like, you know, 802, 804, 805. When people, you know, come out of the bathroom, are like, Oh, eight o'clock. Uh, you know, what do you want to watch now? <laughs> or, are you DVRing, uh, you know, NCIS? Okay, good. Um, you know, whatever it is. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's usually between the, the first quarter and the second quarter, a six digit drop. And and usually, you know, not just 100,000, it's usually 150, 180, uh, something like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, gets up to 200. And then, you know, and usually the, the last quarter in the show, no matter who is on, typically is way down, though. I hate to admit it, the jericho ishii match actually got back some of their viewers <laughs> from prior quarters Though no, one of those quarters was the elite so it's sort of funny um i actually haven't hated all of those matches but it's it's too much and those those guys have it never is. been the draw that anybody thought there was i mean there's there's like Ring of Honor, there's probably a hundred thousand people out there, probably less. There's probably like there's probably seventy thousand people who really, really love the the young bucks, and and probably thirty seven thousand people think that Kenny Omega is absolutely the best wrestler to ever walk the face of the earth, and they live and die with him. But they're 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 the only ones. Everyone else is like okay. You know, most people are like, okay, fine. And and some people are like, nah. And now everything with CM Punk. I think, you know, I think CM Punk had his loyalists. And I think all of them are like, yeah, I'm all set.
3: Yep. All right, guys. Well, that's been episode 107. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the Hammerlock Hangover. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you enjoyed the episode, if you made it this far and you appreciate it, had a couple laughs, please make sure you share and, and and this podcast with all your friends, all your wrestling buddies, any wrestling groups that you might be a part of, just shout us out, put us over. Greatly appreciate it. And if you don't mind, leave a review wherever you're listening to this, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever. Do your thing and help us out. Help us grow. Five stars, as many stars as you can. Leave some comments. Leave some nice notes. Leave your phone number so Jeff can call Not you back. That shit. Jeff, what do you got to plug? Myself on Twitter at IcarusFellMD. I
4: uh, just crossed 700 followers, and I think only 300 of them are fake porn bots. Um, <laughs> or real porn bots. You know, I, I, I don't care of those. Know. Um, anyway, um, sometimes I'm on Dollar Club Wrestling. I was on tonight again. Um, I've made it onto into their cover graphic, and I'm in their intro where I said. A head, oh, a headbutt to the Jolly Rogers. So that's that's me if you listen to Dollar Club's intro. Um, you can find me on pretty much every PWC wrestling show. That's not always by choice. Sometimes it's by conscription because we seem to have lost some of the participants, at least temporarily. Hopefully we'll find them again. Um My non-wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom and Garden Views. Garden of Doom is a cult esoteric. Uh, It's the curious meanderings of my mind. Uh, So if you're interested in in the origin of Indo-European languages, if you're interested in wars, if you're interested in mythology and and gods and angels and demons and cryptids and UFOs, I got you covered. I got you on all those things, urban legends, you name it. Um, This coming, last week we did... Who are the Huns and who who were the Huns and who are the Hungarians with the Russian Empire history podcast host, J.P. Bristow. And this coming week, I have Ginny Meyer Sain, who is a two times New York bestselling author um, in the young adult paranormal category, which is the same as Harry Potter and Percy Jackson and... Hunger Games and all that stuff. And uh, it's sort of a crossover with Garden Views because we talk about how do you get published, literary agents, and the legalities of it, other NDAs, stuff like that. Um, but also, you know, paranormal, her inspiration, or you know, her writing style, this, that, and the other thing. So it's pretty cool. It's our first, it's not our first best selling author. We've had plenty of Amazon best selling authors, some that were the best selling author for like two or three years running in their categories. But I don't think we've ever had a New York Times best selling author on. I'm not 100% about that. Certainly not one that, you know, like, recently. Anyway, um, so that should be cool. Got a lot of stuff coming up. Garden Views tends to be more topical, a lot of legal based stuff. Just did an interview with a Russian space attorney who's in Belgium. I don't know. I'm not. Um, I don't know. Just check out the shows. They're on the PWC. They're on PW Hustle. They're on the Wrestling Soup Network. How many media group? I don't know. Am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. I think you have, I always a lot. have to say hi to Drew Yara because he always puts us over. And I, I've actually. I, I Hi. did a, I did a, I'm on his Patreon, but I did a show with him. Actually, Mish from Wrestling Soup came on and it's a crossover, so I released that oh. as a bonus. Uh, Garden Doom, I call it Garden of Dream, uh, for Drew Yari and we're going to do another show live on Discord so sign up for the Wrestling Soup or Drew Yari Discord and you can hear it live, we're going to do it over the holidays so if you're alone and don't have anything to do you can hang out with Drew and myself and the gang and we're going to talk about urban legends Drew gave me another homework assignment for me to research some of it I already know Um, so check that out, you won't be alone
3: very good well you, you've got a jam-packed calendar between all these podcasts and I shows fucking and do, tickle fighting I that like crazy
4: around. i'm always sure like i'm not going to be able to book anything for five weeks and what i end up doing is booking like five shows a week and then like other people want me to do I'm, I'm pro okay so dollar club wrestling is involved with axw wrestling which is a new independent wrestling promotion in pennsylvania philadelphia hamburg area but it's owned by kevin kelly the you know he, the, he was a wwf announcer of honor announcer, new Japan announcer. I mean, he's been in the business forever, so you know, there's going to be some people there. And you know, the guys from Dollar Club are part of the show, and they're going to be vendors. and One of them is going to wrestle, it's going to be Uncle Slam. So, I, th- I think we're going to drive up to Hamburg, it's a two hour drive, and you know, we'll hang out, we'll help oh, them at the table, nice. and
3: you know, see what's up. Look at you, look at you getting out of the house. I know, I'm it's like it's like I'm like, it's a two hour drive. i the whole time be like, Oh my god,
4: my back. <laughs> <laughs> How do I make a left turn again? I haven't driven in the ages. Yeah, I mean, me going out. It's I love like it. Uh, you see those things on Twitter, those polls. Could you stay in the house every day for a week for a hundred thousand dollars and never set foot outside? I'm like, sounds like a dream. What if?
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I do that for free now. What do you? <laughs> of course, I would. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, very good. I can't wait to hear the story of of your drive and they're setting up the 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 convention and oh, bobby cruz the is there and i'm gonna get you bobby cruz <laughs> who else have i fought with <laughs> oh my god who who uh, who is uh what was it ida blue what's oh the, yeah, the, uh, the girl's yeah, name? yeah tootsie lynn or tootie lynn she's she won't be there it's too it's too
4: far <laughs> i don't think i don't think they're flying in any 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 didn't you get into something with with Mickey James too? Yeah, but that was that was a spillover of Tootie Lynn. and and and, 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 Mickey, oh, oh, and Mickey and Mickey just um, said like, I respect your opinion and thank you for the input. But if I book people that anyone would actually pay to see, that's what people would have expected. I do things my way. I'm like, thank you for the response, Mickey. And what about I'm uh, the fighting other, with Mickey uh, James? No, 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 no. So, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not looking. For, I'm not looking for heat with Mickey James or Nick Aldus. I, I, I like them both. Funny thing is, Mickey James hasn't blocked me, but I, but I, I found out quite accidentally. Nick Aldus did. <laughs> <He probably laughs> I've been blocked by Nick Aldus now. To it's to probably do not do because of that because I constantly like whenever they like promote something I'm like just go out of business already. Just 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 collect your fifteen cents on the dollar in bankruptcy <laughs> court and like end the suffering.
3: <laughs> Meanwhile, he should unblock me because he quit. <laughs> right. I mean, I was right. I mean. Why don't you why don't you go to Twitter and ask Mickey to tell Nick to unblock you? We both hate it in NWA now. I don't know. I'll think about it. He's good. He, I'll, I'll think about it. You've got these stars in your eyes now. You're, you're going to do it right way, now. It's not the, the, the worst idea to I've, to I've ever heard. No, I'm definitely not
4: doing it right now. I'm, I'm absolutely not. Um, sure. Yeah. True, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm All right, guys. I, I'm, I'm that's trying to like geographers and cartographers. I, I have other things I'm trying to accomplish on Twitter and failing out. I, I don't need more wrestling nonsense. I have enough wrestling nonsense occupying my time.
3: Who was the other one that you got into a fight the, with? It was the Latina wrestler. The, What's her I name? don't know. It's, it's hard. I can into fight with yes, lots of people. Do. But there's
4: also others that I don't get into fights with. They're like, they're like sort of cool. Like, I'm like, I'm cool with Jake. It, wasn't something. Cool with it was who was, who was,
3: who was, who was like a, I had a little thing with Disco, cool with... but
4: but we're, we're, but like, he's used to it. So we're cool. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> we're cool. I try to fight with Brian Pillman, Dude. but I don't think he understands
3: what an insult is because he's dumb. Um. <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we, when the next time I can't do the show, why don't you just ask Disco to fill in for me? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll just have to add a couple of zeros to our listeners. How many how many listeners do you guys have? Seventy thousand. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. converting it to like Argentinian lira or something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's right. All right, guys, that's it for us. We're gonna come back in a couple of weeks, and we're gonna be talking about year end specials. If you want to send us uh, any show ideas, please send them to Steve. Send them to Hammerlock. Send them to me. Send them to hammerlockhangover at gmail.com. That's hammerlockhangover at gmail.com. All one phrase, no underscore, no dot, no nothing. Just Hammer-ho. hammerlockhangover at gmail. It's easy to remember for Christmas.
4: Ho, ho, ho. And you're a wrestling fan, so you're l- lonely and you need to find some ho, ho,
3: ho's. Oh, that's right. That's on Twitter. Hammerlock H. Ho. All right, guys. That's it. Ho, ho, ho. See Stay you able, later, my friends.